hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you for listening to another episode of this is a podcast. Before we get into it, uh, of course, I got a couple things, man. First of all, continue uh, fucking with Sporty Life TV on itsnation.com. Um, you know, you can watch them jumps on YouTube at Nation TV. We also got something new on this Nation TV called Saba Saga. That's for the music folks out there. Uh, she's giving y'all valuable information on how to, you know what I'm saying, take your, take your, take your brand from the streets to the industry. Um, another podcast we have is Live from the Back Seat. We brought that back. It's on iTunes. You know, we got this jump um, on SoundCloud, and then we got the Live from the Back Seat on iTunes, man. I'm telling you, we get on every platform, dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, on this episode of This A Podcast, I got my homegirl, Nas Milan, on here. Um, she's super bright, super intelligent, um, really into the business thing. She's actually in the business school at Maryland right now. Um, she, you know what I'm saying, comes down here and drops a lot of knowledge, a lot of valuable information that some of you guys might fuck with. Um, and yeah, man, we're just going to get right into it. Got my good homie Nas Milan on tap today. Nas, thank you for coming through. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. so excited to yeah, be here. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Real quick before we get like too deep into it, just let people know about like who you are, what you do, like you know what I'm saying, where life is taking you up to this point. All right. So just to start off, I'm Nas Milan. I'm currently a, I would call myself a beauty and wellness enthusiast. I'm a student. I go to the Robert H. Smith School of Business. So I'm studying management entrepreneurship and I actually graduate in May. Lit. And I'm also um, a business development consultant. Nice. So I'm in the process of launching Accelerate, which is a boutique consultant firm that specializes in accelerating women and minority-owned startup companies. When you say you're launching, it's like your idea, or is it like you and some other people? Or? Well, it's it, it originated with my idea um, being in business school, going to a predominantly white institution, and recognizing the that black women are the fastest growing sector of entrepreneurship but yet we're underrepresented we're underrepresented in business yeah, yeah. and so i'm just like where's the disconnect you know what i mean it's like why are we the fastest growing sector of entrepreneurship but yet we're underrepresented business you don't see us as professors you don't see us we don't have a platform yeah. you know what i mean a lot of us have businesses and we have brands and we kind of you know cater to our communities and our families and our friends but a lot of women desire for their brands to grow yeah. you know what i mean they want to actually start producing Revenue where they can actually live off of doing what they love. Yeah. And so that's what my idea and my goal is with Accelerate mm -hmm. um, is to just put women on a platform to give them the different things that they need to help grow their business. So a lot of people have ideas. They don't know how to streamline their ideas. They don't know who their direct target market is. Um, they need help with branding and strategy. So that's essentially what the firm is going to specialize in. Okay. And I actually, um, initially I started off with myself. So I actually have clients now. Mm -hmm. um, but I recognize that my outreach and my impact that I would like to make, I can't be a one-man yeah, band. Yeah, that's real. 
So actually, one of my good colleagues and my friends, I actually call him my brother. His name is Upni Atwal, mm-hmm. and I call him my favorite Indian, straight <laughs> Indian boy. But we vibe, and we actually been um, into in this consulting for the past two years together with different projects and engagements, working with nonprofits and different things like that. So I decided to bring him on board, and we're going to be the team. He's really passionate about minorities, uh, minorities um, having opportunities. Um, and investing in youth, youth development. So he's going to be on my team That's for the up. firm. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So how did you really get into a love of that, like beauty and wellness, but then also like the business aspect of it? Has that something you've always been like into? Okay, so where do I start? Okay, so I, so- feel like you, I feel like we kind of like jumped from like, who you are to like what you do we, we still don't really we know who get a better i am sense of like what was like <laughs> high school nas like you know what i'm saying like yeah. okay let's start here so ever since i was nine i've always wanted to own my own salon and spa i was yeah. always savvy with hair and fashion and different things like that i was super creative you know and when i was nine years old my godmother she bought me a mannequin and that's where i started to learn how to do hair so that's i would everything do changed. yeah that's where everything changed like all my friends like i would do their hair with, uh, <laughs> you know it's so crazy that you said that because i was in fifth grade and i was curling my best friend's bangs and i actually burnt her forehead and her mom hated me her mom hated me I, she had a big Yo. a huge burn on her forehead Yo. her mom hated me but we're still friends to this day yeah, i'm actually yeah, yeah. going to her baby shower tomorrow it's lit Shout out Alyssa. Shout I love out her. Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where it all started. I used to do my friend, um, her name is Dominique. I used to do her brother's cornrows. Yeah. I just used to do everybody, my brother's hair. I used yeah. to just do everyone's hair. It's lit. And then that's kind of where it was like through middle school and transition into high school. I was the girl who always changed her hair, who was always like fly, fashionable, not tooting my own horn, but this yeah. is just insight That's that other the, yeah, people yeah, give yeah. me. Like, oh, yeah. I love your style. Da, da, da. So it was just something that came naturally to me. And so let's say my junior year of high school, I had to start thinking about college. Like I didn't wasn't thinking about college. I'm like, what am I going to do in That's school? Right. And um, you know what's I, crazy? I didn't start thinking about college until like my senior year, senior? Like second semester, <laughs> like super late. You know what I'm saying? I know it's so crazy. Like I you didn't get caught up in just like high school life. High you, school. Like, you know and, and me in high school, I was in love, so I was working and oh, in yeah, love, and not yeah, even yeah, thinking about going, college. Yeah, you're like, what? Like, I'm going wherever he's going. going like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. That's go ahead. where I was at with it. But no, um, so essentially. I was like, what school? What am I going to do? But I knew I still, I still had this vision for this salon. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to actually study, go to, so in Montgomery County schools, you can actually get your cosmetology, go yeah, take cosmetology. Yeah, I cosmetology being and big in high school. my mom moved us to Clarksburg and I hated it. Is that when what you I went to high school? No, I went to Clarksburg for two years and okay. I graduated from Northwest. Okay. So I went to Northwest in my last two years. And it was crazy because I hated it. So I never went to school. So my yeah, attendance yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. And my, what would you call it? academic advisor or counselor like or whatever? Guidance counselor. Yeah, guidance counselor. Uh huh. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, well, if you want to participate in that program, I don't think it will be great for you because your attendance is bad. Mm-hmm. Now I look back at it, why would you tell yeah, me not to participate? Real. That would be that's a good thing. way that's for the driving me to factor. Get like that should be like, yo, if you want to, you need to get your ass into school. school. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you know it's an hour based kind of thing, so you gotta get a certain you amount of hours. You know what, what I'd be realizing? Now that like I'm in like my mid to late twenties mm-hmm. and shit. 
I realized like a lot of people my age are in the school system. They're teachers, guidance counselors, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're just as like broken or like mentally unstable or like just like they have their own fucking problems. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like they kind of project things on kids that they shouldn't really be. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like like for whatever reasons, like they have their own like outlooks on life and Mm -hmm. just like what's possible and not possible for certain people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. am I making sense? No, it makes complete sense. I feel like like people like without without intending to like hurt the kid they're like projecting shit that's like not healthy you know what i'm saying well that's i feel like that's way i feel like i can notice how common that could be i agree i agree with that um that kind of takes me back to my passion for leadership Mm -hmm. um i feel like if you're in a position where you're guiding or you're advising you have to have strong leadership skills you know what i mean and like you said it goes back to them being moving from a broken place you know what i mean them not fully understanding why they do what they do or the impact that they set out to make because sometimes like even with me with certain positions and jobs that i've had like i've always just been like i need a job you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. i need this to kind of help me get through as opposed and to like, I love, love doing this doing thing. This. Or like, I really want to impact the people that I'm going to be impacting on a day to day basis. Like, exactly. That's just kind of like it's scary. It's <laughs> crazy it's like, because they have so much. They have so much. I don't say power, but they have so influence, much influence yeah. on, on you when at such a tender age. Like yeah. you're still growing. You're still being shaped and molded. And I feel like life is a journey. You're always going to be growing and shaped and molded. But those are like those the are really vital years, years yeah. for you to figure out. Okay, do I have the motivation, or can I find the motivation within myself to yeah. be who I want to be? And I felt like she counted me out. Yeah. And now I look back at it. She was a woman, and she was a Latino woman. Yeah. Latino woman and it's crazy because like you're a minority like if anything you should have been pushing me like this is what you want to do okay go this is this is how many hours you need you need to show up to school x y and z don't push me and be like no you can't like your attendance is bad don't don't participate in this program like to me i'm looking back i'm like why? It's a bad approach. Yeah. It, Straight up. Whatever. I forgive her. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, that's, that's, that's the biggest step, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I not holding her. grudges against, like, people in your past, but, like... I mean, you moved on from that. Yeah, so I moved on from that, and I I see where she was coming from, you know what I mean? Not wanting to set me up for failure, to be like... Not make your eyes too big or whatever the fuck. Or you need a certain amount of credits to graduate, so, like... Focus on getting those. That, Don't focus that. on trying to over, you know, achieve yeah, to yeah. participate in this shit, program. Yeah. So I can see both sides of yeah. it where she came from. So, you know, when you're, you have to go see the guidance counselor and they take you to like the career yeah. center or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you take that test and they tell you what you would be good at, yeah. like what career you would be good at or whatever the case may be. So I was told that anything that had to do with like image consulting or like fashion or anything like that that's what I would be good at. So I'm like, well, I need a business degree. This is what I was telling myself so that I can open my own business. Mm -hmm. And I'm good at, you know, the beauty side of things and the image and the fashion and stuff. Why not go to a fashion school? So I went to a fashion business school in New York city. It's actually called LIM college. And I went there and I was like, yo, this is not for me. Yeah. Like not what was it? Me. What was it about that that automatically made you think that? It was the vibe. I think it was the people, the mm-hmm. quality of the people that was there. Everyone in that industry, I learned that fashion is a very like dog eat dog industry. And I can see that from the outside looking in. A like. very shallow industry. <laughs> yeah, I can see that from the outside so, looking in. So like I come from a family that 
doesn't really didn't really have that many res- financial resources mm-hmm. and so for my parents to be paying forty thousand dollars for me to be going to this school i'm not getting that great of education um our some of our homework assignments was to look at blog posts and write reflections like yeah. i can literally do that by myself people do that on fucking facebook and twitter all day okay, <laughs> like, like, Exactly. So that's where I was coming from. And then the people there were just like super superficial. And I was like, not for me. Yeah. But my parents wouldn't let me come back home. They were like, nope, you're staying there. You got to stay there. I think New York would be great for you. So what I did was the whole time I realized that it brought me back to the hair and the makeup. Um, Got into makeup for insecurity issues discovered concealer at the mat counter i was like 16 i was like ooh, i like this stuff because i have a really at the time and still now i still deal with it um insecurities about my dark circles mm-hmm. under my eyes and so when i discover concealer like ooh, this is gonna take it away i, was I about started to say, can, I'm, I'm an idiot explain to me what concealer <laughs> like what the is, fuck is it exactly what the name of a concealer it conceals, it conceals spots and stuff spots okay. blemishes yeah. um any discoloration darkness yeah. um mine in particular was under and around my eyes and so um i actually have no makeup on now mm-hmm. so i'm Getting I'm about to say your eyes looks like dark spotty. <laughs> well, don't. thank you. That's is it, is it something that's healing? Is it? I don't know. Like what? Well, is it's, it? well, you know, sleep. Okay. Your diet. Okay. Exercise, like all that plays all a that role shit into yeah, yeah, under your eyes. Yeah. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I was there. I was like, mm, not really for me. So my parents wouldn't let me come home. So I got. They were. Like, I was like, okay, if I can convince them that. This I have a good reason to come home. They yeah. might let me home. So I got a job, my first job in makeup, um, doing makeup at the Bobby Brown counter in Nordstrom Tyson's. It was like the $1.2 million counter for the region. Like it was the, the it number was the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like it was a really good opportunity, not only for me to like build skills, but it was also a good opportunity for me to make money. And hold on, you got this job just off of like what you know and taught yourself off the makeup? Or did you ever like like did you ever do anything formal to like learn how to like do makeup? Or no. You just taught yourself. Just practicing. Practicing, practicing on myself. Yeah. Um practicing on my friends. Um kind of to go back a little bit when I was in New York, I was in school, right? Mm-hmm. So I was also working. And I wanted to work at like Mac, right? Yeah. But they want you to have experience. And yeah. I didn't have experience. So I said, what is another way I can get experience in cosmetics so that I can get that Mac counter yeah. job? And I discovered that there was a place called Sephora. Have you ever heard of yeah, Sephora? Heard okay, Sephora. so Sephora. And I actually went through like three rounds of interviews and I got hired um, at Sephora. And that's where I actually started like with makeup, like with product knowledge yeah. and really learning what types of shades work for this woman or what types of colors work for this skin tone of woman. So that's really where I honed like some of my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of being in that environment and talking to people who were actually artists. I wasn't an artist at the time. I was just an aspiring artist. Mm -hmm. And from there, yeah, I was like, I was working at Sephora and I was like, well, if I get a job back home maybe my parents will let me come back home. (laughs) So that's when I got the job at, um, Nordstrom Tyson's working at the Bobby Brown counter and it took off from there mm-hmm. literally um, I just fell in love with what I could create how creative I could get with it but there was always something to me 
and I know from you, you're a guy, right? Yeah. So when you look at makeup, you probably don't see all the intricate details that women see. When you know what's really crazy? It. Well, maybe I don't see what women see per uh-huh. se, but uh-huh. what's crazy is that I can appreciate the like the differences in like different looks and stuff, and I can see kind of the deep like I can I, I can appreciate like what's going into what like women are doing you know mm-hmm. especially like the makeup artists you know what uh-huh. I'm saying like I can appreciate and especially like with social media and stuff the way like the way like makeup artists kind of like brand themselves and like kind of like display their work uh-huh. I can appreciate all that shit cuz like as a country content creator myself like uh-huh. I I really love how people display their their craft, credit. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. their thing so like like that's something that's really common in the makeup artist industry is like mm-hmm. being creative in how you show your work. I can appreciate like what what all they those do. people are doing. Like yeah, that whole industry is like it's like it's art. It's art to me. Yeah, I was gonna it's say art. you're you know creative yeah, and like, you're I'm, an artist, art. so it's just art in a different yeah yeah aspect. So I fuck with that on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I just always had an appreciation for like beauty. Like, I don't know if you've ever paid attention. Like you said, you pay attention to different looks and stuff. And some looks, like you can see women, they look like they have makeup on. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a pile of it mm-hmm. on their face. I've learned to appreciate clean beauty. Mm-hmm. So when I say clean beauty, it's like a woman who looks good. Like, you can tell she got makeup on, but she don't look like a complete different person. You know, she don't look you like, know a, like, like a clown face. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like she's a canvas or something. You know what I'm saying? She looks like she's a person that just, like, got good-ass makeup yeah, on. She yeah, and she just looks like a better version of herself. Yeah, she just yeah. look like I'm popping today, yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's really where, um, what the type of makeup I like to do. And so I got in to bridal mm-hmm. and pageantry. Okay. So I was doing pageantry um for a while and i was doing had my own bridal business i did photo shoots and different things like this but my focus was mainly brides like Um, on wedding days yeah wedding days uh uh-huh and that's what what what, what is that like because like i can my sister got married recently Mm -hmm. like earlier this year or last year like around in september of last year Mm -hmm. and I just know, and I and as a videographer, I've do, I've done some weddings. And so did like you that. do her what your sister's wedding? I so she had two weddings because we're Nigerian. She yeah. had a traditional, traditional Nigerian wedding that mm-hmm. I shot. Um, made like a crazy like little video out of it that everybody fucked with. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do the the regular wedding because I mean she I I didn't want to do it to be honest because I wanted to enjoy enjoy the wedding you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I had a fucking great time. Uh-huh. But you know no, what I'm weddings saying? are lit. Weddings are so fucking it's so fun, cool. man. Like it's it's it sounds corny to say, but it's like really so much love in the air, yo. Like like I've never been to a wedding where it's like where like everyone mm-hmm. is not like. 100% enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. 110%. Like, 110%. yo, like, it's like really a whole nother, like, I can't think of any other type of celebration where, like, everyone is on 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really crazy. But, like, yeah, so, like, her shit was lit. But, um, I just think dealing with the brides and just dealing with the, the people that are responsible for those situations, i.e., the bride, the groom, the families, mm-hmm. it's stressful. Everybody's stressed out until the actual event. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's high tension type. Like, did you ever experience stuff like that with brides? Yeah, I, d- I, I, I've definitely experienced the pressure. Yeah. Um, that comes with bridal artistry. Yeah. But I've learned that I'm confident. I was confident in my work okay, and confident cool. um in what I could produce and yeah. what the I can basically bring the bride's vision to life. Yeah. So I told her, you know, all that energy that stress that you feeling 
just let it go. You can let it go. You can let it go. <laughs> I got, I got, I got I at got, least my part covered. And you know what? <laughs> I got, you can stress out about whatever else you want to stress out, but this right yeah, here, this makeup, this look, I got you. Yeah. Like you're good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. Like this is the one thing that you can be like, you're getting your makeup done. You can close your eyes and be at peace. Yeah. You know? And then I'm a very personable person. Mm-hmm. So I was able to connect with my clients. So that also built a level of trust as yeah, well. Because yeah, when you're which is super important. Yeah, because I mean a lot a lot of my business was based based off referrals yeah. too. Like one bride told this bride and that bride to the next bride. And with that, I learned that because it was referral, we had some type of connection there. So it was able to build that trust just yeah. from the beginning because I was came it's not highly like you're recommended. From zero. It's like you're starting from like, you know what I'm saying, twenty five or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, you you're good. Yeah. You know, I got you covered. So that was fun. I did that for about, let's say, I stopped maybe for like four years, four oh, shit. That's yeah, five time. years. Um, yeah, and I stopped. So, was there any particular reason? It, um, so to bring it back to you were asking me, how did that? Who am I? Mm-hmm. The business and all that. How did that come about? So while I was doing this, I was actually still in school. So I I graduated from Montgomery College. I studied business at Montgomery College, and now I'm at Maryland. Um, and when I was at Montgomery College, I realized that I realized the underrepresentation in business, and I started to move from and. One thing I realized is that doing makeup, doing hair, anything, that's a lot of physical like wear and tear on your body. Yeah. Like you're standing for hours. For real? Yes, you're standing for hours, especially doing a bridal party. I'm in mean, my oh, first bridal party. party yeah, I did like nine people. <laughs> back to back. Back to back to back to back. So that in itself was like exhausting. Yeah. And I, and I kept doing it, kept doing it, and I just kind of felt like my heart wasn't in it. And I felt like if my heart is not in this, why continue doing it? That's real. Um, because this is people's time. This is people's re- money, resources. And this is also people's like big day. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is like their one day to go yeah. to the Grammys. You kind of got to be as excited as they are. Yeah, at least got, at least portray that you got to be way that. more excited yeah. than they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they don't even know the halves of what it takes to get there. To get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you got to kind of fully be all in. And I always pray for purpose, like pray for purpose, pray for purpose, pray for purpose. And one thing I realized is that God told me that I was going, he was going to use me to help to transform the lives of women and that he was going to use me to help women be the best versions of themselves, to help them be their whole selves. And I didn't know what aspect he was going to do it in. And so it started off, makeup was my platform. Mm -hmm. Like the connections and the relationships that I were able to build with my clients, like that was my platform to reach, but it still wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I wanted women to have a real transformation, like something that couldn't be washed off at night. Like, you know what I mean? Like they could, you know, I can make them feel good for that 18 hours a day yeah. but once what about over, yeah what? but once yeah. once that once that's over then what you know and so i just felt like it wasn't fulfilling enough to my to my soul to mm-hmm. my core like mm-hmm. i felt like there was more and so transitioning from um Montgomery college and now moving into getting my bachelor's degree i started you know in class and started to realize like the ceos that i learned about like they talk about in class 
aren't half they I'll be lucky if they're women. Yeah. And you'd be lucky if they're a minority woman. Yeah. And me having a network of professionals around me who are in the beauty industry, have great brands, have great businesses, have great big visions for their brands and their businesses, and they don't know what direction to move in to actually get those things started up and running and flowing and and progressing and actually starting to see, you know, profits that they want to see and revenue that they want to see. I'm getting this really good education. Like I'm sitting here getting this really good education. I'm like, what more than a woman wants to do what she loves each and every day and make money from it. And I have this knowledge and I have this understanding of not only business, but also the the background in that industry, mm-hmm. beauty. So why not put them two together yeah. and get something popping? That's real. That's so real. that's really where the inspiration came from. It's yeah. just like me feeling like, you know, makeup wasn't fulfilling enough. And me wanting to help women grow their businesses and their brands. Why not put it you together? feel like you had to like kind of just like level up a little bit you know what i'm saying because like the way honestly i feel like i kind of it's not to say that i get bored with shit but it's like i'm always looking to like level up because after like a certain amount of time i'm at least bored with the aspect that i'm in you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like if we're taking like videos i've been making videos for a while every week if we go all the way back like the whole way okay let's go back <laughs> you know what i'm saying we're about to do my origins real quick uh-huh. nah, but um like the whole like way i got into what i'm doing was like started with like making music you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so i was making music and then from there like it was just like me and my friends like literally like six years ago like before mm-hmm. like soundcloud was really really popping like just making music and just like sharing it amongst ourselves and our mm-hmm. friends you know what i'm saying and then it's like okay well what's next and then we're just putting then we're putting it on the internet you know what i'm saying like not a lot of people are checking for it but like the people that are like we're getting good feedback so i'm like after like literally like six seven months of doing that i'm like what's next so like now i'm like looking for like how we can do shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then you know what I'm saying? We get a few, but I'm also like seeing that like, you know, Instagram and YouTube are like popping more. So like, you know what I'm saying? People are just kind of like putting videos on Instagram, like Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it's really crazy. Instagram at one point, people don't even remember. It didn't allow you to put videos <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, what? How did it get me started? Because I was, that's when I was in New York you know and the pictures were super fuzzy <laughs> you know and you could only get it in this square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was only square. It wasn't it was, long ways. It wasn't tall ways. No, like, it was only it was square. Only Instagram square. used to be so fucking basic. But so you know basic. what I'm saying? So we were doing that and then like, you know what I'm saying? Once they started allowing, allowing videos on there or going to the videos and shit. But then I'm starting to like look around like, okay, so the next thing for me was like doing shows and then even after that I'm like yo I kind of want to like start like a label because I'm just reading about like you know what I'm saying people that are just like starting their own like labels like literally just like people that are starting their own little labels whether they like whether they're huge or not is irrelevant just like the fact that you have your own thing is something that was cool to me and you own it it's yours exactly you know nobody can take it away from you exactly and you can make it as big as you want you can keep it as do whatever the you you it's you're in control of you you know what I'm Mm. saying that's kind of what I was looking at so I'm just kind of like the way that I'm looking at it. It was like, okay, well, you got to you got to display what you're doing. Like at the end of the day, like no matter what you're doing, how much money you're making, Mm -hmm. like people need to see what you're doing or what you're claiming to be. You know Mm -hmm, what I'm saying? mm -hmm. So I, you know, I'm saying have this idea of like, yo, let's, um, you know, what I'm saying, well, me and my homie have this idea of like, yo, let's go on like this college tour and just like take a camera with us and just 
collect as much footage as we can mm-hmm. and get our homie that was good at making videos to edit it. Yeah, or yeah. And then um, through that, like he pretty much was just dragging his feet with it. And I was like, man, I'm just going to like, learn, I'm just going to try to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And then that I'm like learning how to do it. End up like falling in love with like the process of making videos. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's just like how I end up where I'm at. But it's like a whole, like, I'm just each time trying to level up up until the point where I like found my actual passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, it was just really crazy how I stumbled upon that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, life is about is really it's understand that you have layers to yourself and not to confine yourself to a box that's true that's where like i still to this day i love makeup and i still and i still have people who hit me up and like hey are you actually had a young lady hit me up today i was like no i hope you're you know around i hope you're available to do makeup and i wasn't you know what i mean and it's kind of sad because like those people they still look at me you want to come through for them yeah you want to come through for you you yeah i was like i actually put my brushes i actually put my brushes down put the brushes down pick the motherfucking suitcase up yeah. the briefcase I, yeah I had the briefcase um, just because I'm super super passionate about yeah. growth you yes, know what I mean yeah. I like I'm a results oriented person you yeah. know what I mean so like when you can start with somebody from the very beginning of their brand or their business and launch them into the next dimension that to me is impact yeah. that to me is what telling me like okay I'm actually make a difference so to me I'm very results driven and I actually want to see those things that's real so to me that's why I love business so much as you can you start from the bottom now you're here that's you know real. what I that's mean that's really real that's and really so real. Yeah, how you were saying, like, you kind of stumbled upon your passion. You kind of stumbled upon a thing that you love. And I think that's really super important to really be open minded and allow yourself the freedom to grow. Like, spread your wings, you know, try different things. Even if you're not an expert, even if you're not great at it, just tap into it. See what you can do. One of actually my mentor and her and I have known each other since I initially started doing makeup. That's how she became my mentor. Mm -hmm. She kind of scouted me out and was like, you're super talented. Like, I would love to mentor you. And I don't know, have you ever heard of Raw Artists? Um, yeah, I have. Okay, so have, they have yeah. like different events, like showcases in different areas. That's in, is that, that's in, Mar- in Maryland, right? I want to say it's in Baltimore. No, they have them all over. Like my, oh, okay. one of my best friends, she was actually my roommate in college. Yeah. She was a designer. She is a designer. Um, her name is uh, London Heflin mm-hmm. and her brand is called Dope Sophist. So that's like dope and sophisticated. She's oh, super nice. dope and sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. And she actually just had her showcase this past January. Yeah. Um, showcasing her new... Uh, collection and different things like that so she actually gave me so with that you have the designers and the designers need makeup artists because it's essentially a fashion show and Sierra her she's Sierra Tally Beauty and she actually gave me the first opportunity to put my brushes on some people so it could be photographed Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and still to this day her and I have this rapport where I'm her muse. Like the other day, she used me as her muse. I'm her model canceled on her and she was shooting a tutorial video and she, you know, had it all planned out, had the videographer, the space and all that stuff. Her model had to another gig that she had to do completely understandable. And she was like, hey, Nas, can you be my muse? And I'm like, my model canceled. I'm like, me? Like, I'm behind the scenes yeah, of the camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in front of the <laughs> scenes of the camera. Hey, man, and duty calls. You know what? 
try it was so much fun yeah and i'm so glad that i did it. did it and now i have content to actually put yeah. on my social media um she's she created a workbook from the video so basically she has the tutorial video mm-hmm. and she created a workbook just kind of step by step on what to do from that and i'm on the book like i'm on a workbook it's like lit. people are looking at me. all because you just took that one all because chance, i just like. took that and that, it's not like oh i want to be a muse or a model but it's just but it's, fun it, yo it's, it's fun yeah I like, laying to myself yeah, that I didn't like, even know I it's had. It's so crazy how like just doing shit like you don't even know what you're like good at until you you know what I'm saying like it's really crazy how like people want to say what their passion is like people want to be like no I'm a writer I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm an artist I draw like they you know like, what I'm saying? To, like, define they like to define what their shit is but it's like yo like you don't you know, like just try like you know what I'm saying like uh, mm-hmm. I okay. Let me not say that though, because like some people do know, like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they. Like now I know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like, like three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, I thought I knew, you know what I'm saying. Which is which is crazy because I thought I knew. I would say like, I, I, what's crazy? I went to school. I was I was studying biology in college. Okay. And I was trying to be like a physical therapist slash doctor. I was trying to go into medicine. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I thought my shit was. And I was convinced in my head that's what it was. So like mm-hmm. when we would, when I would have conversations, I would talk, I would speak as if I was going that that route. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So I, people probably thought that was what my passion was. Uh-huh. And I I convinced myself that it was, but like deep down I really knew it wasn't like and I had you, to convince myself that it was you know and you had to just you, you know it's so nice when deep down inside you know it's not yeah that doesn't define you or that's not it allowed not really me to do, do the creative shit like it allowed me to like like propel you for like be a little bit more curious yeah like, like that's me, what that's what made me want to like make music like my friends were just making like my friends were making music before I like jumped in like I saw them like we lived in the same space and they like were making songs and I'm like yeah like I want to do this shit too you know uh-huh. what I'm saying so I was doing that and that's what you know what I'm saying that's that that became my passion for the moment and then that propelled into my shit for like videography and shit like that let's let's talk about the layers man you're multi-dimensional like this whole universe is multi-dimensional you know what i mean you know so like even trees you see them like sometimes the leaves will be like green and sometimes the leaves will be orange and yellow like the the tree hasn't changed i mean the trees change from an outside looking in standpoint but like the tree is what it is yeah it is is what what it is you know what i'm saying yeah and that's how i feel like people are like we're multi-dimensional we should never box ourselves or put a okay you can put a label on yourself me personally i don't like to label myself Mm -hmm. because i feel like i'm constantly evolving so i tell somebody i'm this and then like two years later now i'm doing this honestly i know i'm I'm that way now they get confused they're like wait i thought you were doing this and i'm like i'm not to be defined don't, don't, don't put me in a box don't bro. put me in a box like you just never know what I'm That's gonna real. come up with even like last week you saw me what my hair was in curls now <laughs> you see me like That's my real. hair's in a bun yeah. not even a complete week later because that was Sunday today's That's real. Friday today's Friday yeah I'm it's a complete like, people who look me. at me. Like it's like, like nah, I, I'm the I'm the same exact way. Like my my folks don't understand it. Like a lot of my family, like my family loves me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They love me, mm-hmm. but like they just they don't get me. They and don't I don't I, I'm not to be got though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I understand Can that we about pound myself. It to that one, I understand that I understand <laughs> that about myself though. Like I'm I, I understand that I'm a live wire in, in in many instances. But what's really crazy is that like I'm 
super the same like person. You know what I'm saying? As in, like, as in terms of like your personality, my, in terms of my who personality, you are at what, your I, core. what I like as far as like outside. Like, okay, if we if we take passion out of it, but like you know what I'm saying? I still like sports. I still like hanging out with my friends. I still do dumb shit. Like I'm just, I'm still me, but it's yeah. like I'm definitely evolving and definitely like not afraid of the fact that I'm evolving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of the fact that like I'm not the same person I was like three four years ago. But at the same time, like. I'm rooted in that mech. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it sounds crazy. No, but like, you have a foundation. Yeah, like you yeah. are who you are at your core. Yeah. And then there's different, like, you know, I'm open we, to change. We're though. spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. Like I'm who am, who I am at my core. But then there's this to me. And then there's that to me. And then there might be something else. Like, it was so funny that you said that because one of my friends, I've known her. She was my best friend in what? Like third, second grade. Mm-hmm. You know, social media, like reconnects you to all these people That's that real. you haven't seen in years. And she actually, I put under my, under my post, I said, I'm kind, I was like, hello, I'm Nas. I said, I'm kind of ratchet, but God is, you know, God, you know, God is working on me. No, I said, but Jesus loves me and I'm constantly, um, trying to be the best version of myself. And she laughed like I'm kind of ratchet, but Jesus loves me. And then, you know, how you can share your Instagram post to your Facebook and yeah. your Facebook is like, we're all your family. Everybody know you are. And people are like, but God, but yeah, God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like I'm still that same, like me, I'm very down to earth. Like that will never change. Like I can be super professional, and I do consider myself a professional, but then there's times where I'm just down to earth. Like I like to get up, I like to twerk. Like you know what I mean? You know, I like. You to- know what's really crazy though? I feel like I don't know what it is, but people feel like you have to separate the two. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, like I don't to. think. I, no, no, no. I don't like. I'm so like yo. Like be who you are at all times. Like it will. Like you can be you. It will not. You said. Record. Oh yeah. Um, I, I feel like you can be you at all times, and like it will not affect your business. You know what I'm saying? Like in a bad way. And you know, you know what, what? We're 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 moving into a relationship era with business anyway, so people want to know who you are. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel people- like business is like 90 percent personable. Like like you said. Like oh my god. Like like you said. <laughs> you got. Half of your shit when we were doing weddings from referrals. You know from what I'm saying? Referrals. Like it's people knowing who you are and like being cool with who you are and then referring like and what's really crazy is like you know what's really crazy? What's I crazy? run a family business. Like okay. that's what I do, like that's how I make my money. money. I run yeah. a family business and it's um it's like very substantial. Like it pays for like literally everything yeah, my family everything. does. Yeah. So like fucking that's dope. it's it's built off of like the relationships that my mom built like over like the business we've been in business for 15 years um hey. I've been, yeah like it's really it's really <laughs> lit blessing. you know what yeah. I'm saying? it's really lit and like i've been like literally running it like making all the major decisions over the last like four years you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? and uh-huh. it's like and that's kind of how i understood like this shit is all personable. Like, like, like all the business we have, like 90% of the business we have comes from like people knowing my mom and loving my mom and, and you know what I'm saying? Just wanting to, just wanting, this is like wanting to like help see us keep moving and like we, we help each other, but like that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And like people think like, like when people say it's not personal, it's not personal, it's business. That's business a that's that's personal. not a real thing. That's not a, like no, you know what I'm saying. Like like you know what I'm saying. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying. Like that shit is personal. Like you know what I'm saying. Like like 
that just is what it is. And I know that to be fact because, like, that's what I've been living over the last few years. Like, I have to keep up relationships that she made. You know what I'm saying? You got to invest in relationships. I'm so... That's something that I'm really passionate about. Like, I'm super passionate about investing in my relationships. Like, Mm -hmm. that's super important to me because you never know who that person knows that can launch you into the next dimension. Or who that person knows that they're willing to invest in you or to spend their money with you or, you know, just be a part of your business. I swear to God. Yeah, become your client. It's really crazy, though. Like, literally 90. I feel like. I mean, it really depends on the industry that you're in, but literally, like, especially if you're a small business, like 90% of businesses, business comes from referrals, referrals. or like who you know. That's, you that's know why saying? people, that's why people, it's so crazy. So I've been to like, you know, you see people on social media, they have a business and they're like popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're super popping. You want to go get service by them, da da da. And then when you go, they're either standoffish. Or they're unprofessional. Yeah. Or they don't even try to get to know you and build a relationship with you. And it's like, why am I going to sit here and spend my money with you if you don't even care about me? You don't yeah. even care about knowing me. And on top of that, you're sp- I'm spending my money with you. So do you know the power I have? Because I'm going to tell somebody gonna that's going to tell somebody else is going to tell somebody else. I'm going to bring you more business because I'm that type of client. And you know what's funny about the social media businesses? I feel like how we're saying this shit is off word of mouth. No, no, but that's because that's what's that's what's. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, and not to say that you can't build a business off social media. I mm-hmm. really think you can. I really think like that's the way. Like honestly, like that's what my shit is built on. Like straight mm-hmm. up, like my my shit that I'm building on my own outside of my family shit is built off social media. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is because I'm running a business that isn't built on social media. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my family's company royal treatment on like social on media. On social media and like. We just don't need it. Like we, that's not where our that's not where our business comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get us there because I know that's where that's where it's moving. But it's like we haven't needed it over the years. But like I said, I'm trying to like move us there. But running another shit nation like on straight up social media, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that like social media is like word of mouth, but it's like fake word of mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can it's literally not- get somebody that's popping and just be like, oh yeah, I fuck with this guy. Go fuck with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. could have never seen you before ever. Like, you and know what the, I'm saying? The, or they won't even come. Like, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. won't come. They'll be like, oh, they'll, they'll have it in their mind. Like, you can oh, pay, for, pe- go you can check pay people out. for posts and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? People that are popping just to like give you like promo. a word of, yeah, give you promo. Uh-huh. So it's like fake word of mouth, but I mean, that's just kind I of what the era is. I always say word of mouth will always be your yeah. your best form of advertisement. I was going to say, like, so like, do you know what she did for me, girl? You better go see true. her. That's you true. know what he did for me. You know what they did for me. Like, they gonna make sure you well taken care of. Go see them. That's real. But I feel like so in this kind of like new age mm-hmm. of like business development. With you going to like a traditional business school, uh-huh. what kind of things are you learning there? Like, what kind of things are you taking away from there that can that you can literally do? You, do you feel like it's giving you shit that you can apply to this day and age? Yes, yeah. my school is super super innovative. Like, we're not behind on business at right. all. Um, we're even actually, with the social media aspect, even with the social media aspect. Um, so we have a center called the Dingman Center of Entrepreneurship. And it's actually an entrepreneurship center available for students. And they will literally help you get your business off the ground. They will help you from the ideation phase to the investor phase. And it's so nice because you learn what business is. And they teach you about 
basically how to do market research. So you learn about the lean startup methodology, which is actually very valuable. It's actually something that they use in Silicon Valley, and they actually started using it in Silicon Valley, like maybe say like the eighties. Honestly, I feel like the um, lean startup is of, like is that's when. But a lot of big businesses and a lot of business in general do not use the lean startup methodology. Yeah, yeah. and that's literally customer. And market research, yeah. like knowing customer acquisition, knowing exactly who your customer is from the way your customer looks to what your customer does, X, Y, and Z. Because at the end of the day, when you build your business around that, you're going to be able to gain clients. You know what I mean? Because you know exactly who you're talking to. So all your promotion, all your advertisement, all your your just all those things that go into building a business so from promotion to advertisement whatever yeah all, those I mean, things, all the all the nitty-gritty, all the, all the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. that goes into business and customer acquisition campaigns all of that when you know exactly who you're targeting you're gonna get it that's they're gonna real. come that's real and so that lean thought startup methodology is really doing your research and knowing who you want to attract and knowing exactly who and going at them yeah and knowing exactly what your business does like can can have that that pitch you know perfecting your pitch is so important because yeah. sometimes you meet somebody and they're in business or you're at a networking event and you're like oh what do you do like uh this stuff over there <laughs> that's it's like, it's now like, you're gonna lie full disclosure I have that problem yeah but, that problem. well get with me because that's yeah. actually one of the things that I do with my business is perfecting a pi- your yeah, pitch you your elevator pitch yeah elevator not pitch even down. your elevator pitch but just your pitch in general yeah. like elevator pitch i see is more professional like if you're trying to get a job yeah but your pitch is like if you're trying to get clients explaining who you and are it's not necessarily knowing what to say but it's your body language and it's your enthusiasm yeah. and it's the way you say what you say yeah. that is really gonna okay i'm gonna listen because not the yeah. time people are talking to you they you talk they're not confident in what they're selling or not even what they're selling but they're not even like confident what they do you yeah what confident in what they do they're not even, they're confident in what they do they do not know how to verbally how to articulate it articulate yeah. what they do yeah so that's a whole different ball game and it comes with practice yeah, you know what true. i mean it comes with practice and like you said you're forever evolving so sometimes you might be in the middle in between stage of what you're doing and what you're interested in so it's kind of hard to make that pitch if you don't clear you haven't clearly defined yeah, it yeah. but that's that's an art it's a skill for sure it's especially skill. when i feel like like me i feel like i'm constantly getting better you know what i'm saying so like like at this very moment i don't okay maybe like maybe like right now i feel pretty confident in my skills but like maybe like six months ago to like a year ago i didn't you know what i'm saying but i still knew like what i was trying to do and like what i could do eventually mm-hmm. but like since i didn't feel as confident back then it was like i wasn't speaking it that y'all wasn't speaking that way you know what i'm saying i wasn't mm. speaking confidently so like mm-hmm. that's definitely something that people have to i mean just work on i yeah. think it comes with time and it's a skill like i said yeah. it's a skill it's an art it's another form of art you know having the gift of gab that's an art Yo, that's so real. The gift of gab, yo, yo, that shit is like really. That shit can really like make or break people. You know what I'm saying? Make Make or or break break businesses. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is crazy, especially if you're if you're in something where 
it's like a solo type thing, like a makeup artist or mm-hmm. like a videographer. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's type of yeah, that's kind of thing where you have to sell based. yourself. You got to like, you know what I'm saying? You got to kind of sell yourself. You got to sell yourself. So not only do you have to have a solid knowledge of what you do, but you have to have a solid knowledge of who you are and yeah. how you can blend those two to, to, you know, together. But another thing that I'm learning in school too, because Smith is very innovative, is about social entrepreneurship. Um, social enterprises and then global business. Like Explain a lot of a little bit. So mean. when I say social entrepreneurship, think of businesses or social enterprises. Think of businesses that have like a social model, right? So traditionally, a lot of people wanted to go to attack or to to solve a social issue, and they go okay. into a nonprofit, right? Yeah. But we all know nonprofits. If you don't get the proper funding. If you don't um, manage your your resources properly, your your impact is going to be very low, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're in in some of the courses that I've taken, and just being a part of the entrepreneurship center is you're learning how you can have a working revenue model from your social enterprise. So whatever impact you're looking to make from your business to solve a social issue, but you can have a working revenue model. Is that so, like, so when you're saying, like, so you're saying like you don't have to be a nonprofit to yeah, make you don't have to yeah. be a nonprofit. Like you can really fully fund or get investors to to invest in your business and still solve that social problem. So like one of my ideas um, that I'm working on right now is a social enterprise, mm-hmm. and it does have the social aspect of how it's trying to educate people on the environment and the environmental impact that um, we, you know, the environmental impact that our lifestyle has on earth, yeah. on, on the earth. And then you have ways that you can fund that business. You know what I mean? So just understanding that you can get investors, you can essentially invest in yourself um, how to re- re- make a return or to how to manage your finances properly so that you can con- constantly keep your vision alive because mm-hmm. that's one of the things like and entrepreneurs you have. In, you need usually. money coming in. You need residuals. So that's one of the things I'm learning. And then global business, like understanding how different cultures and diversity plays into the way business works. You know what I mean? Yeah, how business really, is going I'm, overseas. What's really crazy is I'm seeing like, yo, like especially with, especially with social media, like mm-hmm. you can t- like you can make more money overseas than you can like here. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of like a lot. I mean, it's just so like the world is so fucking big. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's so much bigger than like the u.s you know what i'm saying so like Mm -hmm. you can do shit and like affect people in like asia affect people in africa and like have them really and what's crazy is that like i feel like america has this way of like i feel like america has this way of like perpetuating this like narrative that those places don't spend and they do (laughs) you know what i'm saying they do like like my dad like my dad lives in nigeria Mm -hmm. has a business in nigeria and i'm actively like learning overseas um like business laws so that i can you know what i'm saying one day not not saying like anytime soon but whenever the time comes i'm well prepared to like you know what i'm saying take over whatever operation he's got going on you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying just i'm just like actively learning but it's like uh, even in doing that i'm like yo like even with like the music shit and the video mm-hmm. shits that i do with some of my homies it's like yo like 
we can take because because like Instagram and Facebook allows you to advertise for little money in like anywhere over the in the world. Mm-hmm. If people fuck with your shit, they'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the basis of what it is. Like in, in business is not just America. Like people think business that is not a man, America. just America. Like, like you know a lot of people think big business like to really make an impact that's when you're literally expanding. some of the biggest businesses are are like creating their shit outside of america and just mm-hmm. sell so like so that it's so cheap and then they're selling it to like americans you know what i'm saying like that shit that shit is very interesting to me actually yeah that shit i crazy. agree the next thing i want to ask you so are you into are you into reading at all Ooh, i love reading yeah what's what's like the last book you read that had like a big impact on your mindset right now the last book that had impact on my mindset right now so there's actually two okay so this summer i got to study abroad and oh I lived, nice where at? Um, i went to dominican republic like nice so that's when i learned how to speak spanish you learned uh, well, how to speak I, spanish while well, you're there i learned how to speak spanish when i was there like legit i was in a community and they did not speak English at all and I you, you just know, had to, you I had to it out. high school middle school you know but when you're thrown into a culture yeah. in school Spanish is different from like real Spanish, real Spanish Yo, you know what's what I mean? crazy that I'm like I got all A's and B's in my school Spanish but I cannot speak a lick of Spanish and I hate that about myself I hate that my I hate that I can't I, I, I learned it. I learned it. You know what I'm saying? I could speak a couple stupid sentences, but like, I wish I could really like be fluent in the shit. And honestly, I think I could. I just, I don't think I'm confident enough to like try it. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You got to be comfortable. You can, what, what, what um, language do you got speak in Nigeria? Uh, Igbo. Igbo. Okay. Yes. So you're Igbo. Yeah, I'm Igbo. Oh, so you top notch I'm top notch, man. Okay. Top notch. Yeah, man. I, I, come, I, come from, I come from good, I come from good folks, man. You come from good <laughs> folks. Good folks, okay. man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know about the Ebo tribe. Oh, it's lit. What do you know exactly? So, um, well, I just know, what I do know is I know you guys are like high ranking, mm-hmm. top notch. You guys like own a lot of things in mm-hmm. Nigeria. Um, do you a lot know of someone business. that's Ebo or something? Yeah, okay. I know a few people nice, um, who nice. are Ebo. Nice. Um, and just being around like Africans in general, like a lot of West Africans, mm-hmm. I've had the pleasure of being around. Nice. Um, so... That's okay. where I so you're hip. It. Yeah, lit. Lit. I'm hip. Uh huh. I right. love you guys. Food, the culture, the music, yeah, it's all lit. that. It's lit. Mm-hmm. So another thing. Um, so what, what, what we were saying um, about you were saying that you studied over abroad. Okay, yeah. So I studied abroad, and that's where I learned how to speak Spanish, and um, it was a really cool opportunity because I lived in a community, right? Mm-hmm. So this community was like super marginalized. Like we had no running water. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm in a tr- like I'm in the trenches, like <laughs> bucket showers. I can't. I low key miss that. You gotta boil your own hot water. Yes, <laughs> like I low key no, like literally yeah. it was no hot showers. Like they yeah. were all lukewarm showers. Yeah. It was crazy because when I got back home, I low key missed my bucket showers, and I would just take a like a bath, but not really like but soak in the one. bath, yeah. but just like instead yeah, of you, you would get in the shower. Like I would like be, like, be washing yeah, up yeah. like in the bath. Yeah. Yeah, so that was super cool. Um, but I forgot the point. The what point we were trying about? to make 
from Dominican Republic. We get so carried away. Yeah. Nah, because like, <laughs> no, but I'm just it's like so life. interested. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the point we were trying to make was about something about... Okay, um, so let me just go back. Let me just tell you about my that experience yeah, in go general. Ahead. So like being there, I was actually going to Dominican Republic to be a community consultant. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I was there and I was basically helping small business, quote unquote, helping small businesses be able to find the, the most effective business models. So, so you that, went through Maryland. Yeah, through my through school. your business program. Mm-hmm, okay. Through my business program. So they can basically um, help entrepreneurs advance their businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was there in the organization that I was working with. They were a nonprofit organization. And I began to realize that like nonprofits, in order to make an impact, you have to have resources. Yeah. Like if you want to have a business, you have to have resources. You have to have money. You have to have those things in order to do what you need to do. You need funding. Yeah. You know, and and I felt like we could have did so much more had we had those resources, whether they were financial, whether they're technological, because the communities that we were in, like they didn't have computers. One person in the whole community had Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know, so th- that is actually a big, a big deal. Yeah, that was yeah. actually so. Remember the guy I was talking about, Upney, mm-hmm. um, his host mom. She had Wi-Fi, so that's how we were able to connect with our family. Other than that, like we couldn't connect with our family. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. get on social media. Like that was there. just <laughs> out there, just trapping. Yeah, just trapping it out. But it was a really good experience. Um, it just made me realize, like sometimes. When you have a nonprofit organization, you can have good good intentions, but if you don't have the resources and the revenue there to fuel to fuel your ideas, and it's hard to make an impact. That's true. You know what? So I that's why social entrepreneurship is actually like the next best thing. Think of Tom's, like, and that's kind of oh, a really true. bad example. Why? Um, I don't want to. Wait, Tom's the- isn't Tom's isn't Tom's isn't lit anymore. <laughs> I, I remember Tom's being like, you know what I'm saying? When, when something happened with Tom's that I'm not hip to. Yes. What? So, Please inform me. So I need t- to know. Well, so they like buy a shoe, donate. You donate, right? shoe, yeah. So not all the time. Was, oh, they're not always doing that. Yeah, because they started selling so line. many shoes. They started selling so many shoes. Where thought they came when? Okay. Yeah, so it's that, like, that, that kind of makes sense. So how are we giving? So how are we going to give these people? We, we so sell many a million. Shoes? We gonna give a million. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We gonna give a million. That, that actually, you know what, what's crazy is that kind, uh-huh. that kind of makes sense. But you know what I'm saying? What's crazy though that like a lot of a lot of a lot of other companies built their model off the same model. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it got found out that they weren't doing that either. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which I feel like that happens. Like at the end of the day, businesses need to m- make money. So that's that's that. You know what I'm saying? But I actually remember what we were getting at. So the original question that I asked you was, what was the book that what was the book that you oh. recently read that influenced you? And you said there was two. Yeah, there was two. Okay, because there were. Okay, so yeah, we, and like, we went into this whole tangent I was, I was about uh, overseas studying, which is dope. No, no, I, I wish I, I would have taken. Took no, because I read it overseas. Oh, okay, so right. that's the thing. That's what made me go back yeah, yeah. to the place of like where I was reading it. So the two books was E Pray. The one was E Pray Love. Love. I've actually never seen the movie. I, I've heard of the movie and then I heard the of the book afterwards. Uh-huh. I heard the movie was good. I've never seen I never seen or read both. Uh-huh. But I actually want to because I've heard good things. No, you should read that I'm book. I'm a film buff too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've never seen the movie, but I read the book and it was so good. Like E Pray Love 
So she goes on this journey of like self discovery. Mm-hmm. She's like super successful at what she does. She loves her career, but she just feels like it's not fulfilling enough. And she's getting older, and her she's married, and her husband is like, we need to start having kids. And she's like, I don't want to be a mom. Damn. Like I just want to enjoy my life. Yeah. And her husband couldn't understand that and she used to go like go in the bathroom like cry her eyes out like i just want to just live my life freely yeah and she kind of felt like her career wasn't fulfilling enough so she goes on this journey for a year and she goes on a journey on the pursuit of pleasure of devotion and balance so she travels to italy for pleasure she travels to india for devotion and she travels to bali for Balance. Balance. Yes. Bali balance. Bali balance. Was that on purpose? It was so cool because like it was a very spiritual journey. I mm-hmm. think that in everyone's life they have a point in time where they really want to discover who they That's are. Real. And, and I feel like people hit that at different ages. Like different ages. I feel like, yo, it's really crazy. Like I I don't wanna I want you to finish what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I I wanna touch on this point that like People think things are tied to an age, and I really don't think that people should think that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to tell people what to think, but it's like, yo, like, if there's one thing that I can tell people, like, don't think that, like, experiences or Mm -hmm. goals or triumphs or whatever the fuck should be tied to an age. You know Uh what I'm saying? Because, like, that will fuck your whole shit up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you will literally go into a depression thinking that you should be here at this age and it's like yo like it's not about that because like people come people transcend at different times you know what i'm saying people like, transcend at different times and another thing is you have to remember that life is a journey yeah you, you gotta know figure it's, shit not, out. it's like, not like a destination it's legit a journey you know what i'm saying like somebody you know what i'm saying somebody can be like 16 years old their mm-hmm. mom dies and all of a sudden now they have to be like the breadwinner and it's uh-huh. like okay at 16 you have a whole different experience than someone who like never had their parent die you know what i'm saying like it's just like uh-huh. like every, like everything is different so you can't like tie shit to an age because like uh-huh. things don't happen by your like you know what i'm saying you don't you know what i'm saying get arrested for the first time at 18 every time like you know what i'm saying like that can no. be a life-changing thing but like it happens whenever it happens like it's just mm-hmm. crazy to me like <laughs> i had to go on that little yeah, rant, no like, no no it's totally fine i think it's necessary you know what i mean like we put ourselves like these expectations on ourselves and a lot of them come from the outside yeah, you know yeah. it doesn't do, even think. start within you know it comes from comparing ourselves yeah. to other people you know kind of you know especially nowadays too with like social media being everyone's highlight yeah. reel and you see the way everyone is living and what they're doing you kind of feels like oh I'm, I'm behind yeah. you know what I mean so I gotta catch up but no it's a process it's a journey like yeah. my, you can't compare me to you because we are not one and the same yeah. we are two unique um, individuals and we have to find the value in each other and that's the thing about like we were talking earlier about like relationships and investing in relationships is super important because you need those people to help you grow so if we're in the same place at the same time it's not gonna really move us in the right yeah, direction. Yeah. We just gonna kind of be moving together. Yeah, in yeah, stack. yeah. But if you have some one person who's here and another person who's there, that person lifts you up. That person there. lifts you up, or you lift them up, or you help them see things that you know that they didn't see. Your experiences can help you know frame you know things in their life and different things real. like that. So I, agree with I feel that. like it's all about just being 
you know, at one with yourself. But yeah. in the book, she just really talks about like love, like life in general. It's to just be at peace. It's to enjoy what you, you know, to just indulge, eat, drink, and live how you want, and just love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really what life is about: is to just be at peace and enjoy what you do, and just to love life for what yeah. it is. And one thing I liked about the books so much is because I'm a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like when you have when you whatever religion or whatever um, you whatever faith you believe in, right? You kind to you kind of think that one way, mm-hmm. right? But it's so important to understand that people are different, yes. and understand that we're all on a pursuit of the same thing. Yes. No matter what faith you proclaim, no matter what um, prophet you believe in, you're, we're all trying we're to all do trying the to same figure thing. Ourselves we're out. all trying to be at one with <laughs> yeah. the universe. That's all we want. Yeah, that's so just real. enjoy life. And that's yeah. really what she, she really made clear to me. It's like all these different places, you know, they had different religions and they believed in different things. Um, the culture was completely different, but they all were in pursuit on of the, the human same level. Thing. I feel like everyone like wants the same thing: happiness, like peace. to a certain to a peace to a Love. certain extent, like to do good by their family or their their friends or whoever they care about. You know what I'm saying? Like we all want to like on some level mm-hmm. impress. Not I don't I don't even want to use the the word impress because I feel like that means impress. But like we all want to like make our like family or friends proud of like what we're doing too like and, and, like yeah we want to like do it for ourselves but like and and some level you know what i'm saying you want to uh-huh. do it for like the folks that are in support of you too uh-huh. and i feel like that's just something that's universal you know what i'm saying universal yeah it's so completely like, universal so that book just right made me see things in a different eyes because sometimes i'm looking looking at life through my christian lens you yeah. know what i mean and it's really good to expand your mind and then she really talks about like hurts habits and hang-ups and like your mindset and things that get in the way of you actually just enjoying life you know what i mean and it's really important to just kind of let those let those weights go i'm about to say speak a little bit would you yeah. say would you say it's hurts? Like hurts habits and hang-ups okay what, what, what does she mean so when that? i say hurts i mean yeah. like things that people cause you you know sometimes people say something or do say i've had something that somebody said to me when i was like eight that i still You're still thinking about i still i still I, can I hear like, clearly yeah, yeah. in my mind yeah. but you have to you ha- you honestly and truly you have to do away with those things. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we're all human. Sometimes yeah. we say things that, that we don't mean, we don't 100%. mean, or some things we don't think about that make a, actually make an impact. And we don't how know we, how other people are going to take it. We didn't gonna mean it, it how like that person might have took it. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So in in a sense, it was just kind of like those hurts habits and ha- so habits, bad mm-hmm. habits that we have. You know, that keep us from really doing what we want to do and be what we want to be. You know how we were talking about earlier, like getting up early and grinding. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to kind of get in the cycle of laziness and you just kind of lay there. Even though your mind is like, get up and do something, your body is like, no, fucking lay here. You're in the habit of like not doing doing shit with their life. Because I feel like people who we quote unquote say ain't shit in life. They, they want more for themselves, but they don't know how to get up yeah. and go about it. You, you know, know what really I mean? Crazy. They don't think... have that motivation. They don't even know where to fucking start. No, you know, it's so f- like, and not- I was going to say so funny, but it's not really funny, but it's just like ironic or like, it's just like, so like, it's really crazy. Like life is so simple to me. Like, it's really so simple. Like you want to do something, uh-huh. you do it. Like, it's like literally as simple as doing it. Like. 
But like, it's so hard for people to like grasp that that's all you need to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? People want to like make all these fucking plans. People want to fucking like write lists and like fucking uh-huh. like write on dry erase boards and whatever the fuck. But it's uh-huh. like, none of that shit matters, dog. Like you can set all the reminders, all the alerts you want. Please none of that me. shit matters, dog. Like you have to like, it's as simple as getting the fuck up and uh-huh. doing that thing. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's it's, it's not that simple. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a simple as saying, but it's like not that simple. It's like you know, it's hard. Tomorrow is fucking Saturday. It's hard to actually wake up on Saturday morning and just be like, all right, I'm going to like, go and do the thing that I said I was going to do like all fucking uh-huh. week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and in a sense too, like I always, so I'm working out right now like real heavy, like mm-hmm. four times a week with a trainer, like I cried through it's every lit. single workout. <laughs> it's lit, but it's work. I cried like, I cried through ask Justin. Shout out Justin. Level Up Academy. He's it's getting lit. snatched. It's lit. Shout summer. out Justin the trainer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like seriously, like where your mind won't go if your mind doesn't go there your body won't go that's there that's real like so everything is literally starts in your mind your it's mind. a battlefield of the mind everything's like, a mindset Every it's a mindset you know sometimes we get so comfortable and a lot of places we don't even know where to start like yeah. I know when sometimes when I get into my funk and I and it's a lot of times where I go through cycles of like up and down up and down trying to be by myself and just being like fuck it I surrender you know life just took a toll on me yeah. and it's just, it's literally, it's like, where do you even start? Once you fell so, fell down to the ground, like, where do, how do I get back do up? Get where back do up? I pick up? And that's where I think a lot of people are. So that book just really talks about, like, her, you know, her being at her lowest point, like, in her bathroom, crying on the floor, like, trying to basically, like, be like, in my life, God, you know, whatever the case may be. Or, like, God, just please get me out of here. Like, whatever you do, I trust you. I know you're going to get me out of here. And really making those strides and those steps to get there. And it was really nice because you kind of see how, like, mindset, how faith, how persistence, but most importantly, commitment to self, you know, is so important to really moving forward in life. And that's what I liked about the book. And then she just brought in like the intersectionality of different faiths mm-hmm. and different um, different faiths in different religions, which I appreciate too, because like I said, I'm, I'm constantly expanding my mindset and I'm learning that we all want the same thing. So it's super important. And yeah. yeah, I think it's really important to like understand, like even if you don't agree with like other shit, like you got to understand where those people are coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you got to, I don't know, I feel like you got to like just at least appreciate where other people are coming from on the other side of the coin. Yeah, you got it. And you have to be open minded too. like you can't think that the way you think is the way the only way is the only way. No, like we're literally in the pursuit of the same thing. It's just how I get there's so many motherfuckers on this planet that it's like, like, (laughs) how how can you like, you know, what I'm saying, how can you think your way is the way that's going to save everyone? You know what I'm saying? It's not going to save everyone. No, you got to find what works for you. Find your niche. Find what works for you. But like, if you're going to be on this planet dealing with other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Fuck is you gotta at least appreciate the fact that like people don't think how you think uh-huh. you know and, what I'm pre- and that's what makes life life that's what adds value to the world is everybody's different views beliefs perspectives like that's what adds value imagine yeah. if everybody fucking thought alike. yeah like, you really? know what's crazy i feel like you, but that's very interesting though because like as you, I, I i agree with what you're saying but in theory that's kind of what america is and that's why i think america's kind of shitty right now 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like because like America was or is the cultural mixing pot. Uh-huh. And now look at like the fact that like it's hard to get people to appreciate everybody else's like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're in a like you look at like African countries, mm-hmm. Asian countries, mm-hmm. they all for the most part have the same ideologies. Like you okay, you look at Nigeria, you got Yoruba or you got Igbo. Igbo Two yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You look at Asian cultures. You I got like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But you like if you got like if you're looking if you're looking at like motherfucking China, uh-huh. Chinese people. You look at motherfucking Japan, Japanese. Like every every like in in most most countries, it's like one or two or three at most different cultures within that thing. But like America's the joke that it's like literally everyone come on, come all. And yeah. now we're in this shit show where it's like everyone doesn't feel represented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, every- because we we perpetuated this idea that everyone should be, and now we're like, well, motherfucker, like. Gay white males aren't yeah. feeling represented, and like you know what I'm saying, transvestite white motherfucker, uh, like you know what I'm saying. And now everyone, like everyone, doesn't feel like they have a voice, and now we're in this shit show. Like it's really crazy. Yes, that's it's so true that you said that too, and I think that's that's probably one of the the challenges when having such a diverse um, culture yeah. or just having such a diverse. Um, world is like how can we find how can we achieve a balance and we know in our own lives like balance is hard so then how do we kind of respect one another and kind of take in everybody's point of views and then just be okay with it so I feel like it's a never it's one of those yeah I mean I I, I feel I, I, I agree with that but I just feel like it comes with understanding and I feel like everyone isn't willing to understand you know what i'm saying like a lot of people are uh-huh. but there's a lot of people that aren't like a lot of people just mm-hmm. want like it's just no it's i want it to be my way you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and like that's kind of like just the thing that's kind of bringing us down but you said there was a second book uh-huh. what was that so motivation manifesto what's that oh my god you have to read it I've it's by brandon it. branchard i think his name is brandon branchard um so it's a it, it's it's along the lines of spiritual, so it's a very spiritual book, right? Mm-hmm. But he talks about like God, but doesn't put God in a religion. Okay. Which is nice because like God is literally the universe, right? Yes. We yes. want to be at one with the universe. Yes. He's our creator, right? So the thing about that book is nice because it talks about different, the nine keys to releasing like your personal power. And it goes back to like mindset. And what actually got so how I got the book right? I told you I was studying abroad and I was in Dominican Republic. And one of my friends, shout out David, um, he actually had the book and he's an atheist. Mm-hmm. So he actually doesn't believe in any Anything, religion. Yeah. He believes in science. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was like those are one of the things where I'm constantly being stretched. And it was cool because I'm reading Eat, Pray, Love at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we're all on a pursuit of the same thing. Like yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, what somebody yeah. believes in, like what works for them works for them. And the book really talks about how we were to, to live as lions, but we live our lives as mice. We're so comfortable where, where we are in the positions that we are. And instead of doing what we need to do to conquer our minds, we kind of stay where we are you know what i mean like this world wasn't complete until it had us in it Mm -hmm. so that in itself just goes to tell you something Mm -hmm. like if this world wasn't complete and this we had everything here available to us so that we could live our best lives 
Why aren't we living it? Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing about I talk about letting go of fear. You know, fear is one of the things that we, you know, that we hold mm-hmm. on to. Um, and I'm actually not finished reading the book. I'm still reading it. And I actually, um, me and my mom were reading it together. So we have like this little book club. Yeah. And I actually want to start a book club from this book because it's really that deep. It's just yeah. talking about like letting go of fear, um, knowing who you are, letting go of like your habits, letting go of like those thoughts in your mind that kind of keep you from moving forward. And it's just really about like conquering your mind. I literally yeah. feel like everything just starts in, in here. Yeah. You know, it's so fucking literally. crazy, man. Um, you said, you mentioned something about a book club and my, so my, my siblings, I have two sisters and a brother Okay, and we <clears throat> kind of started our own little book club. And we, the first thing we read was this book called the four agreements. Uh huh. It's a mm-hmm. long, have you heard of it? You, you made it. You it's made a notice. It's, it's on my bedside. Like that's yeah. one of the books that stays at yeah. my bedside. So you, have I you love, read it? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, I read that like literally earlier this year. Like, oh, December. December is when we when we started that jump. And yo, that I feel like that book will change fucking lives, yo. Mm-hmm. Like because. It's, it's along the same lines of what you were saying with... Uh, what was the last book that you just said? So, it's called The Motivation the motiv- Manifesto. Yeah. The Motivation Manifesto. It's along the same lines where it's like, literally, it breaks the, it breaks life down into four components. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you if you kind of just, in your, in your mind, agree to these four things, your life will be, like, simpler. And it'll kind of eliminate, like, the things that just don't matter. And just kind of help you focus on the things that do matter and just, like, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. And um, fucking, I just feel like, yo, like, that shit just kind of, like, really, really, really spoke to me, yo. Because, like, it literally pointed out the most, like... Like, literally things that I was thinking about, but just I couldn't articulate. And it literally pointed out four of them to just, like, the, like, greatest degree. You know what uh-huh, I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. the first one, I, I I don't know them in order, but, like, it was the four were, um, you know what I'm saying? Always keep your, be impeccable with your word. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Or, you know what I'm saying, on another, on another side, like... Don't say things that you don't mean. Kind of like we were saying with like the guidance counselors or whatever the fuck. Like uh-huh. you got to watch what you say to people. You know what I'm saying? Because people hear things I and would, they take it all kinds of ways. I legit had this tattoo. So remember I was talking about when I went to New York to school mm-hmm. and it said it's a dream catcher and it's like a heart. And it has, um, so it's a heart, but it's it's a dream catcher. And it has like the feathers or whatever. And it says, if they don't know your dreams, then they can't shoot you down. That's true. And it's so, and it's actually a J. Cole verse. Word. Um, from his Friday Night, Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Light. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that. That's what I used to fuck with J. Cole. That was on my repeat. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. my repeat on my playlist. And I was like, oh, J. Cole might got something. Uh-huh. That's when I was fucking with him. He was like, if they don't know your dreams, then they can't shoot you down. It's so true because some, we get so excited. Like, when we have a dream, we have a thought, or God puts something on our heart, like, you need to do this, or this is your purpose. You really, you finally found out what it is, and you get so excited, and you want to share it with somebody, and they're just like, they're not either as excited as you or they just kind of like shoot your dream down they don't all get together it. they don't get it you know like, what I'm saying like literally literally what you said with the guidance counselor thing like it's like 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 people don't understand like no you know what I'm saying like it's just like it's not like she was like hating on you it's just like she doesn't understand where you're coming from uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like she doesn't understand your passion for the thing so it's like of course she's not gonna like 
be as enthused as you are. You know what I'm saying? When I be telling people like my visions for nation, like they they be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh yeah, you can do it. But like they don't really, they don't really like, you know what I'm saying, believe that I'm gonna do the things that I say I'm gonna do. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But but now I'm at a point where it's like, okay, I don't expect you to. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like I don't really I'm not telling you for your approval. I'm telling you to see if you're down. If you are, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. hop on board. If you're not, then like this is gonna happen with or without you. Is but I, happen? but I've, I've built that like level of confidence within myself. You know what I'm saying? Everyone doesn't have that. So like when you, when you are going to your guidance counselor and you say like, oh, I want to do this, and then they shoot you down, like that will fuck up your whole shit. That, you know what I'm saying? And you if know you're what, not a mentally and, strong person, and you know what's crazy? It shot me down because I was like, fuck it. Like she told me that I wasn't going. I Maybe can't she's do right. it. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Right. She, she's older than me. She and I was already me. in a place of like I didn't want to fucking be there to begin with. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, all right, I so guess I really want. Like a half-assed, like you know what I'm saying? You you're, you're kind of coming from a place where you want validation. If you don't get the validation, then it's like maybe yeah, I was what work. like 14 years yeah. old. Yeah, like I was Such 14. I was a 14 year old, broken, like yeah. <laughs> insecure, yeah. like daddy issues. The most insecure. Yeah, like, <laughs> like God, I about, That's like yo. middle school is like first of all, middle school is like the huge identity yeah. crisis, and then they throw you into high school. Yeah, and you're I like, thinking about what the fuck. I be thinking about fucking. The, the vulnerability of a high school aged kid dog like young like you literally are you're such a sponge where it's like you want to please every single fucking person that you come in contact with like, you do you're like all like I'm, I think about high school mech and I'm just like yo I'm fucking sick to my stomach I was like not being me I was being like who I thought was be the coolest version of myself you know what I'm saying like, yeah you're just trying I just to want it's a popularity contest like and not even not even to be popular just to like fit in somewhere you, you know what I'm saying like, for, so imagine like all my friends went to a different high school because I went to a different middle school uh, yeah right? you switched you switched man so school. like I'm like who the fuck am I gonna eat you were like who are you <laughs> <the first laughs> that's, and that's and that's, that's that's literally the shit that you're thinking about I'm on the bus thinking about like what am I gonna do like at lunchtime? Uh, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like not even thinking about class. Them? Like, fuck homework, fuck, fuck school. Like, you're thinking about like, dog. It, it's so fucking crazy, dog. Like, dog. And like you, I, like you talking about skin problems. I had the craziest of acne, dog. I like, can't I was, tell. I was. Your skin's popping now. Oh my god, are Is you crazy? Are you crazy? Like, Is it the essential? I, no, 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 no. <laughs> what's really crazy? What's really crazy? Is I still think my skin is bad, but now it's like I don't care. So maybe that kind of plays into like the fact that I don't care about it so much uh-huh. maybe like my skin just doesn't really you know what I'm saying because I feel like stress plays into it you know what uh-huh. I'm saying so like I used to be so stressed about like yo like I got acne everywhere and it's just like fucking like and that made it worse that made it worse that made the acne worse yes. but like you know what I'm saying it's just like yo like high school is such a fucking crazy time like it's really really middle show. school through high school it's legit a shit it's show it's literally a shit show yeah and it's like really and, re- then, and then when you're 17 they ask you to decide what you want to what do you want to do for the rest of your life <laughs> like, what do you want to study to be like your career for the you, rest of what, your life? What do you want to invest eighty thousand dollars worth of student loans that, in? The whole system so, to me is broken. Like, it's broken. It's broken. Like, to me, I think we need to teach kids to be fucking comfortable with themselves. And then put him in the school. Come on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember. yeah, like straight up. Like, like let's honestly, we... honestly, it's interesting that you said all this. You know what's really crazy though? What? Like, I don't want to belittle anything that you said uh-huh. about like the the um, Maryland program of business, but yeah. like, uh-huh. I, I, so I graduated with, um, I graduated from undergrad with a biology degree, but okay. like I said, I 
started I decided I kind of wanted to go into business and like it started with the music thing I was like I want to start my own label or whatever the fuck and I started learning about business but I was like yo my mom literally has this business that's been run I, I've been working there like literally part-time since I was a kid you know yeah, what I'm just like uh-huh. helping her with like little shit and then when I was like out of school I was like yo like let me just go work there and like try to build up some like knowledge of running a business you know what I'm uh-huh. saying so I did that. So I quit. I had I was working three jobs at the time. I quit all of them and was like, I'm going to work there full time and give it my all. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I pretty much like I had a, I sat down, had a conversation with her and was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. She was like, OK, if you're serious about it, you know, what I'm saying go to grad school and get a business degree. So I started school. to do that. Yeah, I started okay, to do that. Okay, so you wanted to get an MBA. To, I, went, I went to get my MBA. Uh-huh. And you know what I learned through getting my MBA was like, that was taking away from me actually running the business. Like, no, 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 no. Legit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, literally, I literally found myself like on nights when I was like literally working like late because like I had to get things done for the business. Uh-huh. I would be like, damn, I got to actually go home and do homework now too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It got to a point where I was like, yo, what's more important? Like doing homework or like actually getting shit done. Yeah. So I actually, I ended up dropping out of the program and my parents like where were you at? me. I was at UMBC. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a really good school. Yeah. It's really good school for uh-huh. business. And like, I just dropped out of the program because I was like, I have to actually like devote time to, and I was trying to build the nation shit off but the But then you're too. Nigerian too and that your parents are really big on it's school. Doctor, lawyer, yeah, engineer. Like, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not one of those things, like, you know what's yeah. really funny, yo? You know what's really funny? Like, I, okay, so I told you I run my mom's business and I do the content uh-huh. creating thing, right? So my parents uh-huh. just started to like really I told you I did the um I did the I did the documentary of my uh sister's wedding uh-huh. last year and that's uh-huh. kind of what made my parents realize like oh he's really good at doing videos you know what I'm saying uh-huh. after I did that they really opened their eyes as like oh this nigga really knows what he's doing uh-huh. so I told them like you know what I'm saying like this is what I'm doing or whatever and they know that I still like I I create content outside of running the business like so, I'm I'm busy. So you're busy. 24, okay, busy so you 24, me. I'm building. I'm building two. I'm, I'm I'm building one business and I'm like running another one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm so, like I can't even like really articulate how busy I'd be on a day to day basis. Uh-huh. And what's so funny about how like Africans view school? My brother is <laughs> school is like the way. Literally, my brother. Oh, yeah. I have a younger brother that's yeah. in medical school right now at UNC. Shout out Ooze. And my sister, hey, yeah, medical school. Yeah, that's and deep. my sister is in nursing school right now. You that's know what I'm good. saying? So uh-huh. my mom, my mom did some little thing, and she like had um, some video footage that she wanted me to put together. But my brother is also trying to be into the video thing. You know what I'm saying? He he's uh-huh. he, he he goes he travels a lot, so he he videotapes his travels and then like edits his shit. So he's learning how to create content in his own right. So I told my mom, I was like, yo, like I'm super busy right now. Ask Uzo to do it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Because she wanted a video to be edited. I was like, I'm super busy right now. Ask Uzo to do it. And she comes back to me like three days later. She was like, I talked to him. He said he's busy. Can you do it? I'm like, yo, how is his busy any different from my busy? busy. <laughs> because he's in medical school, his busy is actual busy, busy in her eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's just funny to me because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, African parents treat school as like the thing. But I'm like, yo, no, you know do. what's really crazy? A Drake line resonated with me. Okay. <laughs> this nigga said, 
Uh, it was in a, it was in some old song, but he said, "Turn the papers in, won't get you paid." You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, and that's just so real to me. Like, uh-huh. we 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 really put all this emphasis on school, but at the end of the day, like, you really like you got to turn that education into an actual substantial way of making money. Otherwise, it's not really anything more. And than it's just literally you just acquiring all these degrees and you're acquiring all these accolades, but they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything else. You and can you turn it into yeah, something. Yeah, you put it into something. You know like, okay, I have this piece of paper and now what? That's why I'm so passionate about accelerating. All it is, is, a, like, all it is a piece of paper. That's my baby. Like, I'm going to take everything that I learned about business, how to run a business, what goes into branding, what goes into marketing, what goes into um, just business development as a whole and just give it and, and, and package it and give it to women so that they can run their businesses because some people are not as fortunate or not as like school savvy to having to go through that process but if they can still work with someone who has that solid knowledge and they feel like they did go to can, school and they them. learn from it like that shit can benefit that you. benefit them yeah. like that's my dollar well spent like I got my business that's flourishing and I got the knowledge and the education and they can take that and then go pass it on to somebody else that's and it's a real. win-win situation that's like that's real. the way I see it no I, I agree with you 100% I agree with you 100% for real yeah this is such a good conversation I'm yeah. really enjoying it so why don't you tell me about the bo- last books that you've read oh okay since so, we talked about motivation manifesto real. and the, pray love the actual last book that I read so I told you about um, the four agreements. Uh-huh. That was the second to last book I read. The very last book I read that had a huge impact on me was Shoe Dog. Okay, it's a memoir by Phil Knight, the dude that made Nike, the uh-huh. dude that created Nike. How is he, is he old? He is super old. He's super, <laughs> super now? fucking old now. I mean, but like, yeah, he like Nike was made in what the sixties, seventies, and. Yo, like his story just like really resonated with me as somebody who like has who's who's trying to build a business from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I've built I've built this nation shit from like nothing. Uh You know what I'm saying? And it's not like where I want it to be or anything, but like I can I can see that it's like at least something that people pay attention to now, Uh which is like something that I'm like super grateful for. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like it was literally nothing like four Uh years ago. You know what I'm saying? And um. And then also, so what did you learn from the book? Like, what would you what would you say was like your biggest takeaway? Okay, so pretty much that I'm not like the thoughts that I have in my head Uh are not. I'm not. I'm not the only person that has those types of thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have. I have like super self conscious thoughts of like. Like what the fuck am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. like, do people care? You know what I'm saying? Like, do yeah. like, 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 am I doing this for a real reason or am I just doing this just like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like, like, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like, just kind of like self conscious, like bringing yourself down type shit. But it's kind of like at the end of the day, like something just kind of always makes me just keep going. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I really don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't like say I'm doing it to be this or uh-huh. I'm doing it to be that. Like, I really can't figure it out. I'm uh-huh. just doing the shit that I like to do. Like, I honestly can say that I like doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know where I will end up. You know what I'm saying? I have aspirations. And that's not I have for goals. you and, ex- and, and, what's, <laughs> and, and what was really comforting in the book is that like Phil Knight didn't know any of that either. And he ended up building one of the biggest shoe brands 
ever. You I, know what feel, I'm saying? I feel like half the sneakers in my closet are Nike. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? And, it, and, and what's really crazy, and what's really crazy is over the last couple years, I've gone from like Nike more to Adidas. But like that shit made me. That shit makes me want to go back to Nike because I'm fuck with Phil Knight on a whole nother uh-huh. level now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, man. Like my biggest takeaway really was like, okay, so I, I, I kind of went off track though. Um, I was trying to say that the one in one aspect, it's like. Because it because he gives his memoir from an uh-huh. aspect of him building Nike, I resonate with a lot of the shit that I experienced in trying to build nation from nothing. Uh-huh. But you know what I'm saying? He's also somebody like Nike's also an established thing. So uh-huh. like I told you, I run a business a business that has been established. And I still yeah. I still come up with the same questions in my head, like uh, is this the right thing to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I like move us from this instead of that, like, is that, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, there's like, just like things that come up when you're running a business, there's things that come up that just like, I can't talk to anyone about. Like, no. I like, I, I feel like I'm really by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that really is crazy. It's so funny that you say that. It's, it's crazy. So like being at Smith, right? I literally see everything from a business lens. Yeah. Like everything. And mind you, um, I know you said, like, you come from a family of, like, doctors or lawyers. Yeah. And just people, you know, who have their shit together. Yeah. I don't come from that. I come, I'm the youngest of six. I come from the bottom of the bottom. You got five bottom. siblings? I got five siblings. Yeah. No, on my, from my mom. My yeah. dad has, like, yeah. seven kids. Yeah. So, I'm, like, one of, of like, 16. Like, yeah. Like, one of, like, 16. Yeah. And it's so crazy because... I always say that I'm so grateful for my position. I'm, I'm the youngest for my mom. And mm-hmm. those are the siblings that I'm super close with. Okay. And I'm so glad that I'm the youngest of the six because I seen like what my mom went through. I seen what my siblings went through. But then I had the love and the support from them. It uh-huh. pretty much gave me just like this kind of like this confidence that like, okay, I don't have to have all the questions answered that I have in my head. You no. know what I'm saying? Like all the questions that I have in my head, I don't need to have them no. answered. I just need to keep doing the thing that I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like I literally, I literally finished that book um, earlier, like like mid January, uh-huh. late January, so like recently, and like like that shit is still in my head. Like I literally every day, you know what I'm saying, when I'm like working or like driving to work or whatever the fuck, I'm thinking of like the types of shit that I was like hearing, like. Yeah, I mean, because it's a memoir too. So like, he went through a lot of the things that I went through, like and, and heartbreak. Nice like, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, memoir. like you know what I'm saying? Like heartbreak kind of fueled like his whole shit. Like he was talking to this girl that like he like low key fell in love with, and then the girl just kind of like left him. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of like just made him pour himself into his work more. And I resonated with that too. Like mm-hmm. just like I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel like um, I don't have to have everything answered. I can just like do shit and see what happens and not have to like know what's coming on the other end. And I feel like I learned, I learned that from that book. So that's really the last jump, but I'm, I'm a reader. I actually read like a few bucks, a few few books, books. uh, at least, I mean, last year I probably read like 20 books. Like I I read, I read, I like you. I read, I try to, so I have an audible um, subscription and audio book subscription. So I get like a free book a month. Audio books. I I have to listen to books. (laughs) That's nice though, because I I don't have the time. I'll actually, it's something about like actually reading a book that makes me happy, but I don't have time because I'm reading textbooks. I can't read actually. No, I'm reading textbooks. I'm reading textbooks. Oh yeah. For school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're probably sick of it. Yeah. Love, love, yeah, love yeah. books. Yeah, but I have to, I have to listen to them. I saw. Have you ever in the read car. The Power of Now? 
The Power of Now. Have you heard of it? I've, I feel like I have, but I don't know. What is it about? It's, I haven't actually. It was gifted to me from a friend. Shout out Kel Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's about just like living in the now, like not in the past, not in the future, but just like right in the now. now. You know what? I feel like I've. What's crazy is that, you know what's really crazy about books? Like, a lot of books share messages. So like, uh-huh. yo, like as soon as like as you were talking about like the um the the manifestation junk or uh, uh-huh. whatever the fuck, it's literally like the four agreements. Like you know what I'm saying? As you were explaining it, I'm like, yo, that's that's exactly what the four agreements is yep. about. Or like eat, pray, love. Like a lot of like what you were saying about eat, pray, love. I've I've gotten from like other books. You know what I'm saying? A lot of like what you're saying about you pray love is in the four agreements too, where it's like respecting people's religions, understanding that God is with within all of us. Like, oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So it's are, like, like, like like whether you believe like a God to be this person or that person, like what you believe is your reality. And your reality is the reality in your life. So it's like it doesn't matter what anyone else believes. Like what no, you believe is what it is. And I just kind of adopted that type of mindset. So like yeah, I just loved it. I, I just I, I I don't know. When I when I read things like that and I kind of like shift my mindset a little bit, mm-hmm. that's super like motivating for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like it makes me one, it teaches me about myself. And then in turn teaches me about the people the people around me and like what I understand about the people around me. And it just makes me want to read more. Like it's really crazy how like books work, yeah. So it's the la- it's the back to the layers that we were talking about, like the different layers of a person, like through each read, you yeah. kind of find yourself and how you fit into it. And you you're literally life is a journey, like we said before, and you're literally putting together pieces. That's real. Of of yourself. That's you real. Know what I and mean? it's a never ending thing to no, me. It's like it's never. really crazy. Like something that's really interesting to me is that like people want to have life figured out. Uh-huh. To me, it's like you can't like like life is a journey. Like like I'm not saying that in a cliche way. I'm not saying that in like a way for you to just like for it to be to go in one ear and out the other. Like life, you have to understand is a fucking journey. So like literally, like whatever you go through today, like you can you can hit like I be I be it's really crazy. I be talking to people who like say they hit rock bottom. I'd be like, yo, you're going to get over it and then you're going to hit another rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what life is. Like, you're going to, like, go through another thing that's going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to get over it. And then you're going to, like, you know what I'm saying, live a couple more months. And then another thing that's going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you is going to happen again. You have to understand that, like, life is about ups and downs and, like, just kind of learning how to like roll with the punches you know what i'm saying yeah we all we all have this vision of like a perfect world right yeah. like we how how we would see things or how we would like things to go and then when things don't go the way like we envision them or that we, we think something's like wrong go, or like we think something wrong but it's literally about pit, like in business we call it pivoting mm-hmm. but it's literally about adapting shifting your perspective to meet wherever you are or wherever life is in that moment and figure out okay what is the best way for me to move to move forward, forward. You that's know, what about, analyzing and moving forward uh-huh, analyzing, oh, that's, that's what shit. life is oh, i fell that didn't work let me just dust it off <laughs> keep it moving that's really what it like it's not over it's not yeah. over like you know what I'm saying like it's not over until you decide it's over like like literally like the shit keeps going until you decide to stop going you yeah. know what i'm saying like how you decide how you define like 
every moment is how you define it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like we live in a world where people let other people define their moments for them. Can you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like we live in a world where people let other people define Fine. their own moments for them. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know what I'm saying? You can like go through school. You can drop out of school and people be like, oh, you're a failure. Uh-huh. How do you figure? Like, I dropped out of school because I wanted to. I wanted to. I had to. something else in mind and like, you know what I'm saying? Let that play out before you say my shit is a failure or not. Like, or, you know even if like, it, or even if it was a failure, like you say. That moment. Like, that moment might have been. I'm like, going bounce back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't die. That's not my whole story. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I got more days to make another story. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I feel about shit. And it's just like, I, you know what? I'm at a point right now where like, it's crazy because I've, I've kind of realized, I've kind of realized this within myself and for myself. So I kind of, I'm like, I want, I want other people to realize this shit too. Cause I feel like it's really real. Like it's, uh-huh. it is what it is. Like if as many people as I know can realize like their life is what they make it, I feel like the whole world will be better. But like when you try to tell people, you know what I'm saying? That's not Your life is what there. you make it. They'd be like. They don't believe, like, people don't even believe how powerful they are within their own lives. Like, people don't want to believe, like, they really control whatever happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Outside circumstances can happen. Or outside circumstances can happen. Yes. I'm not trying to say, like, you know what I'm saying? A hurricane can come here and, like, blow my whole fucking Uh house down. Yes. I'm not trying to make it seem like that's not a big deal. But, like, how I react from that is the story you know what i'm saying like like i can literally be like okay i fold the whatever government is in place is supposed to re reimburse me for whatever the like i can i can be that person or i can be like yo what am i gonna do like to be for myself like i like it was really crazy i like now and i don't really know when the switch flipped but like i never ever ever look for anyone else to help me in any situation you know what i'm saying like kind of like we said earlier like i understand that like to build something great which is something what i want i want to build something great you can't do it by yourself but i don't ever like play the blame game like oh i didn't do this because this person faked on me yeah you know what i'm saying like that's a whole other thing you know what i'm saying i keep it moving like you know what i'm saying like i'll i'll i put my trust in people all the fucking time like i i i probably am too trustworthy with people like you know what i'm saying but i'm not crippled by the fact that like that person can hurt me and like i just be like oh that person that person took advantage of me that person hurt me and now i'm dead Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm just like whatever the fuck like I just won't put that amount of trust in that person again. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't know. I feel like we all we all got our own hand of cards that we're dealt and we can all play them in any way that we can and it's up to us. You know, you know I like that because so you invited me on this podcast which I'm really grateful. Thank you for putting me on this platform. It's been lit though. Yes. I, I feel like we yeah, we've been vibing. It's though. a it's vibe. Lit. It's a vibe like shit. <laughs> it's a vibe and um a lot of my friends are guys. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like with guys, like with women, yeah, I can vibe with them. But sometimes with guys, I just feel like they kind of like are a little bit more like level headed mm-hmm. in the way they think. They're not so emotional. Okay. They kind of think, you know, logically versus like emotionally. Yeah. And I have have a friend, and he actually um, invited me. Him and one of his friends um, were going to do a show. Mm-hmm. So they were going to do like a web show, mm-hmm. and they had invited me on because they felt like they needed like. a something from a woman's perspective mm-hmm. and it's not just guys and his friend actually flaked on him and i didn't feel comfortable 
because it wasn't originally my idea yeah. even though like I really enjoy speaking and I really enjoy like perspectives learning about other people's per- perspectives and sharing my own with that I kind of felt like I didn't feel comfortable moving forward with the show that his friend backed out yeah. because I felt like it, the, 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 it didn't really start or end with it, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of felt like... Um, you were just a, a, a pawn in yeah. like the whole like, you know what I'm saying? And the whole like, thing. Well. So I was like, I, I don't really know because then yeah. now people start throwing shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You don't want to be in the middle of it. Don't want to be in the middle of it. And I'm actually glad to see him go on with, with the show. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing it by himself. And you know how when you sit, you had just said like just moving forward by, by yourself even though like... You know, somebody might have flaked on you or you might have a team and it might not work out. Like it's it's a blessing to see people really be fueled and do what they love, even if they don't have nobody like standing behind them I think, 100%. But, you know, I think that's where like the magic is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like not to sound any kind of way, but like if you're like if you're fueled by the fact that you want to do something, you know what I'm saying? Like. You're going to find ways to do it. That's kind of how I know, like, when somebody really cares about something or they don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really crazy. Like, in in doing, like, the kind of, like, what's crazy is, like, so I said, like, four or five years ago, no one really cared about what the fuck I had going on with the no. shit. I've been doing this shit and no one really cared. But, like, over the last couple, like, over the last, like, year, you know what I'm saying? I've, just because I've been so consistent, like... I've started to name, make a name for myself and for like the content I'm creating. So uh-huh. like now people want to work with me, which is humbling and cool. But with like so many people wanting to work with you, you see like who is really about their shit and who's not. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. like people will come with you with ideas like, yeah, I got this idea. I want to do this. But like, you know what I'm saying? Weeks go by and they're not even like working on their own idea. So it's like you're telling me this idea so I can work on it for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like so like I kind of gauge like how people really feel about their own shit. So I can really appreciate someone who like, even if like people back out of their idea, they're still moving forward with they're it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like some, sometimes people will tell me their idea, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'll be like, all right, yeah, it's lit. Let's move forward. And they won't hit me up again after that. And it's no. like, well, did you really care about this? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you're not, you're not even following up. You're not even no. like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, like you, you had one conversation and now it's over. Like, you know what I'm saying? How and much it, did you really and care? And it kind of sucks when it's like a really good conversation. And it's a, yeah, I have so, I have so many good conversations. Like, dog, I, I, I have so many fucking conversations where it's like, yo, this can really be something. Like, this can really be the thing. But it's like, at the end of the day, if you're not really into it, then I'm not going to be into it's it either. Sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that's that. really what it is. Like, and what's crazy is because, like, I, and that's something that I had to live and learn through because, like, there was times where I was more passionate than the person that brought me the idea. And it's like, if if I'm more passionate, then, like, it's not going to work anyway because, like, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, yo, like, let's meet this day. And they're, like, flaking. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm hitting them up, I'm hitting them up, like, three, four times a week. Like, yo, let's meet. And then they're not, it's just not happening. I feel like I'm the one that's, like, pressing them. And it's like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? You came to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I don't know, man. I feel yeah. like that's, um, that's, that's, that's real. That's, that's something that's definitely, uh an issue but yeah. that's something that comes with you know what I'm saying like people have to boil down to themselves like yo do I really want this or not you know what I'm saying really and and what you you know in in the business world and like when people have ideas like you you hit road bumps you know what even, I'm saying even like the with, road bumps even hit. even with myself like like I told you I knew that didn't know what aspect 
I was going to go into with my brand. I just knew that it was in the beauty and wellness industry. Mm-hmm. Didn't know which way it would go. Like, if I can go through my notes in my phone, it like it goes back It'll to, like... It would tell the story. It would tell the story, like, 2013, 2014. Like, it goes back. But you literally have to go through this process, like, growing in order... Because, like, why should I listen to you about how I can be x y and z if you're not even that yeah you know it goes back to leadership like how can you tell <laughs> you me you know it's so crazy to do yeah. x y and z and you're not even living it out that's so crazy and this and what's re- what's really funny is like in this social media world where like you can build you can build a business on social media people think because you start a social media page that you have built a business you know what i'm saying yeah. like people get confused as to like what building a business really is like if you look at fashion nova yeah, they built a real business off of social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't look at like, you know what I'm saying, a little like a guy that does a guy that takes good pictures thinking that he's now a business. No. Like it's not the same thing. Like no. I'm like it's really funny though, because like outside of like the whole nation shit, I'm actually running a business. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm running a business with the healthcare shit. And like people because I'm, I'm not, I'm not really vocal about that at all. Like this is really one of this is probably the most vocal I've been about it in anything that I've ever done. You know what I'm saying? Well, like you said, it's your bread and butter. Like it's not. It's like- my bread, but it's not. But it's not something that I'm like super out there about. So like people don't understand that I really know what I'm talking about when I say the things that I be talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's not coming. <laughs> no, it's just straight no, up. I just I want to put that on wax because like yeah. I've never really been vocal about that. Like I really do. I've really been doing this for like. I've really been running a business for like four years, like literally making the, the decisions on it every single fucking day. Like literally, like, exactly like it's really crazy, decisions. but it's really crazy. Cause like, even, even when I talk to my friends about like the work day, so like, you know what I'm saying? It could be like a Friday, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about going to happy hour. People will be like, yo, like what time do you get off work? Like people don't understand that like when you're running a business there is no like no work time day. this is like this is a part of my life now so like you know what i'm saying somebody can hit me up t- tomorrow is saturday you know what i'm saying just for this to go on wax tomorrow's saturday today's friday tomorrow's saturday someone can hit me up tomorrow and like if they need something i have to deliver you know uh-huh. what i'm saying like the work day doesn't end at not at five o'clock on friday no, you know what i'm saying like my my work day doesn't start from nine to five like no. you know what i'm saying like like that that's how my that's not how my day works my Stop day works like when I have something to do, I do it. When I don't, I'm, I'm chilling. Like you know what I'm saying. Like and even when I'm not chilling, I'm working on nation shit. Like it's not even like like I'm never not working. Like you know what I'm saying. Not to sound corny. Like I'm never not it's working. It's so though. funny like, it's really because crazy. some people like hit me up and was like, yeah. Um, let's hang out. Like, let's get together. And like, can you tell me like when you'll be free? And I'm like, honestly, truly don't know when. I'm, I'm never free. Like, let me tell you. Tell me when you're, you're free. free. I'll, I'll try to accommodate. Yeah, you're that's like, exactly. That's, that's the best way for me. Like, I always be like, yo, like, tell me when best for you, and yeah. I'll try to accommodate that. Like, to me, because like honestly, yo, and what's crazy, me. what's really crazy though, is like, like I really love what I do, so that I always want to be. I always want to be working. Like, I really yeah. love what I'm doing. So like. Like I don't, I don't say like I work all the time. As in, like a I work all the time and I'm miserable. I want to work all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like I, I plan my Saturdays to be like times to like work on my website or like work on videos or like whatever the yeah. fuck. And then like if you know what I'm saying, I have a friend that's having a birthday or something, then I'll try to carve out time within my work shit to do that because it's like yeah, I, I gotta make appearances, I gotta do all that shit. But yeah. like at the end of the day, like. 
this is my life now. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I want it to be that. Like, I'm a fucking entrepreneur. Like, that's what I want. You so it's so saying? funny you said that. I saw this um, post on Instagram today. <laughs> you know, they have you ratcheting like Yeah, memes. of course, of course. And it was like, how to date an entrepreneur. You call them memes? Yeah. Was, what are they called? They're called memes. Memes? Memes. memes. <laughs> you say memes. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call them memes. That's no, I call them memes. They literally spell memes. They are, but they're called memes. Memes. That's how they're okay. pronounced. So memes, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just never heard anyone say that before. So that caught me off guard. Me- no, it's okay. So memes, I saw one and it said how to date entrepreneur. And then it said, be my assistant or get out the way. That's really real. And I was like, <laughs> That's really legit. real. That's really real. Like, it, at the very least, like, understand that I have a lot of shit to do. At the very least. Like, you know at what I'm saying? Like, least. don't try to, like, take me away from the shit that I have to do. Like, because, like, you know, when people work, it's like, you work and then you're off. When you're off, you're off. off. Like, that's not, like, I'm not off. Like, even when I leave my office, like, the phone lines... Because we work in we work in healthcare, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. We're we advertise this 24 hours. You know what I'm saying. We are, we advertise this 24 hours. So like the phone is either on my like the the office phone if we're outside of work hours. Uh-huh. It either goes to my mom's phone or my cell phone. Uh-huh. So like I'm always like on call. You know what I'm saying. So like literally, <laughs> I can be at a fucking day party at Rose Bar, and if I get a fucking phone call, I gotta answer that shit. You know what I'm saying. Like straight up. I've never been to a day party at Rose I, Bar. I haven't either. I have, no. I'm just, no, I'm just saying because they be looking lit. Oh, no, like they be, be like, I, I can't even live that life. Uh-huh. I can't even live that Me life. Either, to man. be honest with you, but honestly, I don't. I don't care to live that life. I'm yeah, not, I'm not that kind of partier. I'm not that kind of person. Okay. What's really crazy though, like in high school, I was I was partying. Was that I'm still I still get lit with my friends, like in a, in a in a in a confined setting. But I'm just not the party goer type. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm the same exact way. Like I really want. Are you not the party goer type? You're no. like in college at Maryland. Maryland, one of the biggest party schools in Maryland. I'm not a traditional college student. You're not a traditional college no, student? No, like I have a job. I have <laughs> I have a, I have a life. A <laughs> yeah. I have a whole home yeah. that I have to take care of. Yeah, like I have yeah. No. So you're just in in college for the knowledge. I'm literally just there for the knowledge. <laughs> like lit. I don't know what that party lifestyle is like. It's lit. No. It's lit. The whole lifestyle. Yeah, man. Hey, this <laughs> has been a very good conversation, though. We're about to get ready to wrap this up. What What do you want to leave the people with? What something that? tangible, like something that like motivational, or like something that people can go out and do tomorrow, like something informative inspirational that you just want to leave folks with your lat your parting words my parting words mm. okay well this year i started off 2018 being being very intentional so i want to leave you guys with intentionality and being intentional with your pursuits whether um it's physical mental emotional um spiritual just being very intentional about the choices that you make the people that you choose to surround yourself with and the environments that you place yourself with just remember that everything and everything that you do are planting seeds and one day you will see a harvest so today you may not see the fruits of your labor. Sometimes you may not see the fruits of that negative relationship, whether it's a friendship, you know, 
a love relationship, you don't see the fruits of that labor, but you won't see the fruits of that. But one day you will. So just be intentional about the type of energy that you put into the world. I believe in karmic energy and I know that it's so real. So when you're intentional and you make you're thoughtful and you understand what you do and why you do what you do, that is going to lead you into the right direction. And I have a feeling in my soul that everybody just wants to be great and they yeah. want to be their best selves. How you too. do that? Everyone doesn't is know. Everyone doesn't know and everyone's journey is different. So just take understand that life is a journey. It's a puzzle piece and you got to put together puzzles. But understand that it's not just going to happen. It's not going to fall out the sky. It takes work on your behalf. And that work is being intentional, yeah. strategically placing the people, the things, the knowledge, the wisdom, where they need to go so they can fuel you into the next dimension. I, 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 I love that. I love that. And also, if I could just like add something to that, I feel love like that. love you. To add. I, I, I feel like people should understand that it's not just you that feels that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like what I was saying with, like, the reason that I really got, I found a love of, like, reading books and, like, reading more books is that, like, it kind of got me to think, like, I'm not the only one that thinks the things that I think, even as fucked up, like, my, yo, like, straight up, like, if we can all be honest, I feel like we all have, like, fucked up thoughts about oh, our own selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, thoughts. whether they be, like, sick suicidal like whatever the fuck like we all have like really fucked up thoughts about our own selves and mm -hmm. i think I, th I think that it should be known that like you're not the only one that thinks that like you know what i'm saying like we all think like like everyone won't admit it but like we all think that about our own selves so like i think it's important to know that like you're not the only one that think like you know what I'm saying like don't succumb alone. to those feelings because like those those thoughts are not like they they don't really define you. you and know those what I'm thoughts are not your own. They're not Their your thoughts own. Thoughts belong to everyone. Yes, yes, yeah. And like and what's really crazy like maybe you can say that these books told you about that, but like one of the book um, uh, I think it was uh, the Four Agreements was what kind of taught me that like. Just because you have these thoughts doesn't mean that like they're real. Like you're not a sick person for having sick thoughts. Like thoughts are literally thoughts. Like literally like like the like how you said the universe influences us. Like like the universe can kind of put thoughts in your head that not really that you'll hear them in your voice but you're they're not your thoughts. Like it's it doesn't make any sense for me saying it out of my no. mouth, but it's like I like I read it in books so it makes me think that like because I used to think it in my head. I used to think like, yo, like why the fuck am I thinking stupid shit like this? But it's like, yo, like if someone else is thinking stupid shit like that in their own head, like okay, like it's not as it's not as weird as I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? It takes us back to the seeds that are planted. Yeah. You know, like at, like through each phase of life, there's little seeds that are like planted, 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 planted. Somebody may have been thinking those thoughts and they shared those thoughts with you. And now one day you now wake you're thinking up, like that. And now you got those thoughts. And you think it's your original thoughts. You now you think you're a, th a sick yeah, person. It's like, like no, like said, wait, you're regular as hell. Come from? <laughs> where did these thoughts come from? <laughs> yeah. And it's lit like that's literally what it is. Like being strategic, understanding, being intentional, 
and and really being aware like awareness is key just being aware of where your thoughts come from how did they get there and analyzing them like and the thing is you have the power to be like no i'm not gonna think that that's thought. really rare like, like a lot your of thoughts don't aren't day, your end-all be-all like you can tell your you can tell i i tell myself like it's really crazy i i i jokingly say this but i really believe that i'm my own therapist in the sense that like i have conversations with myself where i literally am like yo like this you you made this video this video sucks bro like you 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 need to step your game up and then literally five ten seconds later seconds later i'm telling myself nah bro like you're all right like you know what I'm saying? Just put it out there. Like let 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 the people say tell you what like what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I literally have to call. Yeah, it's not about it's so you. It's deeper than it's you. It's not about you. It's you know so what I'm saying? much. Like, we're so like, caught. A lot of times we're so wrapped up and caught up in ourselves. Like yeah. this life is not about yeah, us. Yeah. It's so it's yeah. so much deeper. There's so it's so much more than us within ourselves. And me and my mentor actually have a car had a conversation about that last night but we should actually do this again we should. and we should talk about bro like, I, i'm trying to do like 100 episodes this is yeah. probably episode 9 or 10 oh this it would be lovely yeah. to come back and revisit got another this place microphone you bring your mentor here too like she, she, she's, <laughs> I, and she's the type of person where she's so afraid to speak she says she doesn't like her voice and i'm like she, but when she speaks, she speaks so much life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? You, maybe you do no, or maybe you me. don't remember this. But like when you came here last week to record your thing, uh-huh. you said that about yourself. You were like, I don't like how I look on camera. You said something along those so lines. Up, I don't remember so the, awkward. Yeah, you were like, I, you know what I'm saying? But but even the the conversation we had beforehand, I was like, yo, like just be you. And Brooke was even saying like, be you and you're going to be straight. But like. Uh-huh. People always feel that way about themselves. It's kind of what I was going to, is the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Like people always feel that way about themselves. But like, like we said, like, it's not about you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes your message can help someone else that's out there or, you know what I'm saying? Your, your message can help yourself when you like, listen to it, like two months down the line or like six months down the line. Like I look at like, yo, it's really crazy. I look at some of my old shit and I'm like, yo, like this shit was trash. But at the same time, it's like. I'm glad I have this to look at to see what I was on six months ago, a year ago. You see what I'm saying? I see the progression. You know how successful business owners, they're able to be successful? They can gauge themselves amongst where they were. And they have a benchmark. They have a benchmark. They literally yeah, they have like, a benchmark. If you don't have that benchmark, you know how saying? do you know where you need to grow? What's fucking crazy is like that's something that really I learned like in learning my in in running my folks' business because like I run all the numbers and shit and like the first my first year there I didn't run any numbers. You know what I'm saying? My second year there I run the numbers on the first year that I was there and I was like yo like this was trash. Second year like it at least helped me understand like oh we're neglecting these things like even if like. I realized like what we were doing was trash. I was like, well, like I needed to know what we were doing to know what we need to improve on. You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit, like, yo, like life, like, like people need to take themselves less seriously and just appreciate life more. And like Mm -hmm. things will just come like really once I started, like we talked about how like you insecure you can be in high school and like early college stages. Like once I kind of like let that go and just kind of like was like, comfortable with being me at all times like that's when i really started to see results you know what i'm saying and what's really crazy is that i still don't really feel 100 percent comfortable with myself no. but i'm like way more like 
comfortable with myself than I was before. And it's like, I see the results from the little bit of like, you know what I'm saying? The little yeah. bit of improvement. I see the fucking results. And it's like, and it's not even like results like my skin's better or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm dressing better. better. Not even shit like that. Just like, I feel better, better. by myself. And I'm putting out better things into the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and, and it's shit that can't be washed off at night. Hell no. Nah. Because you might wake up tomorrow with a pimple, but that shit don't That's matter. real. That's but real. I still love myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's that's super real. You know what I'm saying? That's super yeah. real. That's super real, But man. this was super dope. Yeah. I enjoyed being on here with you, Mac. And I, I, I appreciate you coming on, Nas. Um, where can we follow you at, man? Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Nas, N-A-Z-X, Milan. And on Facebook, I'm Nas, N-A-Z, Milan. M-I-L-A-N. And we going to have you back here. Is that a problem? Oh, that's a that's a given. <laughs> that's a guarantee. We gonna be back here. It's lit. It's All lit. right. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Mom. Thank you. All right. I appreciate you for listening to this episode of this a podcast. Uh, definitely continue to check out everything we got on It's Nation TV. Like I said, we just dropped a new show called Saba Saga. Definitely still got the uh, Sporty Life TV on there popping. Uh, my homegirls got their podcast with the live from the back seat. Man, continue to support. I really do appreciate all that. We all do. You know what I'm saying? Um, But yeah, let's just keep it going. It's fucking nation.